penis. My penis. My penis. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's nerds again. I'm Jester954, here with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Junkovendam Miller, and everybody's favorite camping Viking, Jimmy Boy. Jimmy Boy. <laughs> and this and, week... And this week we have a guest. It's a little bit of a spooky week, and we also have a Street Fighter guest to talk with me about fucking fighting games for once. Hit the drop. <laughs> Hi everyone, uh, my name is Philip, uh, and I am here to talk about fighting games. Um, I had <laughs> a <laughs> pretty, pretty self-explanatory story. Uh, I love fighting games. Uh, I've been playing fighting games for 15, 18 plus years, uh, going back to uh, MBC1, Marvel's Capcom 1, uh, Street Fighter 2, Turbo, that kind of stuff. Um, and I, yeah, I, I primarily play, uh, Destiny and fighting games. That's what I mostly play, but I play everything, too many things. My backlog is huge. <laughs> um, awesome. uh, uh, I just started playing Neo actually, so. Oh, God. Well, but, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having oh, me. Yeah, man. Of course. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, recently there was a Street Fighter Six beta and you got access to it, which is awesome, so. Definitely a little later we will ask you about that, see how that was. And uh, fuck yeah, dude. How are you guys doing, Jimmy and Aaron? You know, doing all right. <laughs> Had a busy-ass right. busy fucking week podcasting and doing all kinds of stuff. So watching it's Monday, a, Doug. Well, last week. I watched a lot <laughs> of movies because I was on Scenic Cast, so I watched three movies for that. Uh, then I watched two movies for this. And uh, one just because I love, you know, because I like myself. Did you went to film school? Yeah, keep it up. <laughs> film school. Um, I was pleasantly surprised that Werewolf by Night was an hour. Oh, yeah. We'll Thank talk God. about it. Uh, but that and, is a and winning. It was, it was a Marvel hour, wasn't it? So it's not like really an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The credits are so long. 15 yeah. minutes of credits. <laughs> That's what we are covering. We're covering Werewolf by Night and the new Hellraiser movie. And Which, Street Fighter Six, <laughs> and Street Fighter Six uh, beta stuff. Um, the funny thing is, I was looking at fucking Facebook, and it was like your memories. And in two thousand nine, <laughs> today on in two thousand nine, I just wrote Hellraiser because I pro I think I watched I probably like rewatched Hellraiser one exactly however many years two thousand nine is ago from now. Hmm. Uh, That's wild. Yeah, I started. Yeah, uh, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, like, last week or the week before? Uh, two weeks ago. I did see that on your Amazon. Yeah. Your and I didn't really love it, but I, I, I love that first movie, and I read the novella. Um, and yeah. It, it follows pretty closely to it, um, being fair. Yeah, to I, it, was, I was a little fucked because I remember I told you, oh, two's the good one. I was wrong. Three's the good one. One is good. Two is fucking weird, and it, <laughs> it goes more into, like the leviathan the god thing and then three is the the super 80s cool one where it like it takes place in a nightclub and the freaking monsters the xenobites like spoilers they like 
go out into the city, so they're like running amok through like New York or Chicago. I think it's probably Chicago or some shit. So I think my favorite's the third one. The third one's cool. It's still not very good, but it's it's good. After that, then they get bad. Yeah. They James get, like, direct to TV bad. How was your week? Yeah. <laughs> I, I took over immediately <laughs> as uh the question was asked. Oh, how was yeah. your pre week's week? <laughs> uh it's been pretty good. I mean, I in, did an interview today for uh a weekend shift type job though i'd be working friday saturday sunday and be off four days a week from now on yeah that's pretty awesome. awesome that'd be great especially as a nerd because i'd rather be spending my time absorbing content than pretty much working so and what better days <laughs> to go to the movies than monday through thursday like oh you ain't lying dude. yeah it's that's the best time to go during the day and nobody's around i love doing everything when nobody's around and everybody else is busy at work um, it gets me out of doing potential like meet up shit with friends or something on the weekend. <laughs> like, you know, the good stuff. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. Um, well, fuck it. Let's do this. It's been. It's been a week. It has been a week. Um, I'll go quickly. I watched Trick or Treat in the theaters on Thursday. It was completely empty, which was extra spooky. <laughs> and normally that doesn't bother me as much. Um, but this was at like an old school theater, so it wasn't like the new uh, recliners where there's like half the seats. This was like fucking 500 seats. <laughs> and it was just me, <laughs> dead center. And like, I was like, nah, I can't do that shit. So I went down more towards the middle because I was like, I don't know. I felt like I was more vulnerable because I was like, what if some guy comes to pull a fucking Dark Knight and it's just my stupid ass there? <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, fuck it. Like, I only got to kill you and then I'm going to go figure something else out. <laughs> Like yeah, man, it's spooky, dude. When I saw Barbarian, I was alone, and it's not yeah, it's un- it's unsettling when you look behind you and you see like two hundred seats, yes, like empty, and you realize, fuck, somebody could be crouching back there, and that's what you Wait, expect. You like sit up front or oh no, I, I oh, sat dead sat center, center, yeah, dead center. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I was, I'm. Some people, man, I got a friend that loves to sit front row no matter what, and uh, that's dude. fucking Larry. You, it sucks. Fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> fucking Larry from Welcome to Tate's. We went and saw some. Uh, it was one of the Avengers movies. I saw it, and uh, him and Nate were there, and his ass was like three rows from the front. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And he was like, "I like to see. It's on the big screen. I want to see how big it is." I'm like, "Yeah, you're going to turn your stupid head on your dumb little neck just to fucking catch everything." No, you go and you go see dead center or I go actually slightly higher than center because I, I, I don't like when the chairs are in the way of my vision. Um, right. But yeah. Anyways, I agree yeah, with you. I, and I what you're ex- an avatar like that, what you're expecting like, when you're in an empty theater during a horror movie is to turn around once and then there's fucking five people there all of a sudden, like, you know, fucking zombies or ghosts or, you know, like you feel like yeah. you're going to catch someone in your peripherals and you're like. You're not supposed to be here. Barbarian would be tough. I'm pretty sure I saw it wasn't hereditary. I saw a movie, a horror movie last year or the year before in an empty theater, and it was a good, like an actual because Trick or Treat's not scary. It's like a no. anthology fun movie. Um, and so I once the movie started, I was fine. Like I wasn't both times because I don't really pay attention to who's around me when I'm in the watching a movie. Like I'm fully absorbed but the Must second that make you pay attention to him yeah the second that bitch ended i was like oh boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a it was a zing but man trick-or-treat holds up 
That movie's great. I forgot Anna Paquin is that. in it. Um, yeah, she's a vampire. Yeah, or no, they're werewolves. Oh, you're right, werewolves. And it's Same a cool shit. movie. I forgot that it's not really like an anthology in terms of like VHS or Tales from the Crypt where there's like uh, an interlude. It's Everything is connected. All the stories yeah. are happening around each other. It's really well done. Yeah, um, like by the end I of mean, the movie, it, it all kind of comes the together. kid, right? No. So he's no he shows up Sam. in all of them, doesn't he? Yes, yes. but so, he kind of. But he's like the he's Sam Haynes. So he's like uh the spirit of the holiday, basically. He doesn't do anything. Like he I mean he does things, right. he kills people and stuff, but he's not like the <clears throat> crypt keeper. He okay. he does time but they all tie together anyways. That's what I'm saying. It's not like separate stories. They're all stories happening on the same night, all in the same town. You know what I mean? So it's all just happening. Okay. Like you hear the werewolves at one part before you even see that story, and then there it, it all. T- it's really, really well done. Um, and yeah. yeah, I mean, he's definitely the crypt keeper of this. You know, what I mean? like he is the mascot. He just doesn't introduce the stories. Is more what I was getting. You know, there's no like break. Right. Where like VHS, yeah. they're watching VHS tapes, and each one is a different you know story. This is all just it. Just starts and everything ties together all at once. It's it's really. Uh, a fun little movie and I'm glad they're doing a sequel. So it's playing Fuck at yeah, AMC's uh, later this month, James, if you get a chance, um, if you have AMC near you, they should be running it. I, I felt okay. bad. I went to this theater. So I went to this one, the Regal Cypress Creek. This shit is already in a zombie zombie movie. Like it is empty enough that they don't even have a ticket counter anymore. You just go to oh, the concessions shit. and you can buy your popcorn and your movie ticket. There was one guy working. I was like, I'm about to be alone in this theater, aren't I? And he looked and he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I was Fuck in yeah, there and dude. I'm like, it's extra creepy in these old theaters because they're like kind of dingy and creepy anyways. But yeah. I imagine Barbarian was rough alone because it's such a claustrophobic uh, film anyways. And it's such like, I don't know. The beginning. I mean, just no, it was it was just unsettling in the beginning because i was aware that i was alone and i looked behind me and i was like fuck it's fucking weird but once the movie like got rolling i forgot about it and then when it ended again i was kind of fucking weirded out because you're, just, you're alone like you yeah just, and somebody could just walk out and be like hi hello <laughs> <laughs> hello um <laughs> other than that which i loved go see trick-or-treat or rent it or do you know watch horror movies this october i'm really making a concerted effort to watch a lot of horror this this month i always think i'm gonna do it and i never do so this year i'm like i'm doing it i have fucking shutter i'm gonna watch it um i uh also so i was on scenic cast and for that we reviewed pearl which i reviewed on here and i did not watch it again um but we also reviewed Catherine, also called birdie and the greatest beer run ever and both of those were <laughs> not great uh <laughs> Catherine has uh bella ramsey in it the girl who's going to be in last of us um and uh, it further Lady cemented Mormont. yeah it further cemented first of all her name's fucking bella ramsey irl like what a more game of thrones name is there <laughs> am i like right. bella ramsey and you know there was <laughs> ramsey bolton um yeah. Anyways. Well, there's a house Ramsey, I think, mm-hmm. in the movie well, too. So, or in the show. I think it's House Bolton, right? Oh no, that's yes. Him. It's and yeah, yeah Ramsey. Yeah. 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 He's a uh, Bruce Bolton's uh, son. So yeah, that's the bastard. Yeah. So so he he's a bastard, and then he gains the 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 Bolton name later on. Yeah, because he's Ramsey Snow originally, right? Yep. Yeah. All, 
all of the uh the north uh, northern yep yeah, yeah 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 um but it further cemented she's a great actor like i think she's gonna be awesome like and this is more of a comedy but i don't know she just carries like she's the lead in this in this film and she car- like she did great it's directed by lena dunham which i didn't know going in um but i guess i could kind of feel it later i don't know it's a little bit over long in the beginning i was just like where the fuck is this movie going and then i kind of realized it's more of a slice of life type of film it doesn't have like grand uh story it's about a girl who lives in England or, you know, some fucking castle town and is like the daughter of the like the man of the castle or whatever. And um, he's trying to marry her ass off because he's broke. That's basically the story, you know, and it's just her not wanting to to be uh, a, a thing to be sold, basically, you know, um, the biggest problem I had with it, it has modern music in it, but it has like <laughs> it has like medieval covers of modern songs so it's like a knight's tale except they didn't go all the way and do the knight's tale (laughs) thing it's like it's got like when it's not some of it's not even modern it's got like mazzy star in it fade into you uh covered by like some weird medieval girl cover band that did all of them i don't know it was very weird but it also has the guy that played moriarty in the bbc sherlock series who i think is fucking awesome great Um, show yeah, it, actor. yeah, he's amazing. Um, yeah, it, it was fine. It's on. Um, it's on Prime. I gave it like a seven or six point eight or something like that out of ten. It's it's fine, and it's not for me. It's definitely like a coming of age tale for 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 girls. You know what I mean? So like, I always have to like put that into check these days. Like now that I'm old enough to recognize, like nothing needs to, not everything needs to be written for me. You know, like I can be okay with the mm-hmm. fact that. Some things are for other people to identify with, and I can either enjoy those stories or not. Um, and I actually ended up enjoying that one more than I thought I was in the beginning. And then Greatest Beer Run was just dumb. It was, like, so inconsequential. It's got fucking Russell Crowe and Zac Efron in it. Um, and it's about a guy who, during Vietnam, decides to bring his friend's beer who went to Vietnam. That's that's the story. He, he's a merchant marine, and he goes... He takes a ship over, like he hops a ship as an engine guy and goes and brings an 18-pack of Paps Blue Ribbon over and goes to give it to his friends. And it's so long and so pointless and just so dumb. I just Yeah, it, that seems pretty stupid. And it was so well made, like everyone's acting is good. The like, you know, the I, I mean, the cinematography's great, the editing's fine, and could have been edited down, but you know, in terms of like sheer production, it was great. But it just didn't it just wasn't good. I just was like, I should like this, and I don't, and it annoyed me. But um, Sick. other than that, I've been playing a fuckload of Assassin's Creed. I cannot stop playing Odyssey. I don't know yeah. what it is. It's the. It's so funny because it's the same it's loop. Game. It's the same loop that I really kind of bounced off of in Valhalla, and I'm sure it's the same one from Origins and everything. And I, I mean, I played probably thirty something hours of or, of Valhalla. Um, they're it's they're different because even though they're very they're similar the combat's like different like origins is different i would say completely for me because the way poison works the way poison works in origin is fucking crazy like i've said before you can you can literally shoot it's like broken you can shoot one guy with a poison arrow he will die and now his body is poisoned and somebody will walk up and be like hey man are you okay and now they have poison (laughs) and then they die and then another guy comes up here are you okay so i would just like kill one dude in the middle of a encampment 
and wait 10 minutes and there would just be a pile of 30 bodies that's wild of just infinite poison uh so they and they're different like there's very similar but they're slightly different i will say in this i think i'm sticking with the story a bit more I like the characters. They're just a little more jovial, even though there's like a lot of dark shit going on. There's a little bit more lighthearted feel to everyone because it's Greece. You know, everyone's just like drunk and horny, basically. You know, it's like <laughs> Valhalla was a little dour because it's like, you know, it's Vikings. They're just I mean, they're, they're drunk and they want to fuck, too, but they're more like mean. <laughs> they're not like, I don't know. Um, I will say. I prefer the armor types and like weapon types in Valhalla a lot more because I don't really care for. I just I basically was watching what? Jesse, and it looks like there's a shit ton more. Oh yeah, armor and stuff. Yeah, there's a fuckload. There's more. a lot. Yeah, a, yeah, a lot more. I like the gear system in this a lot because the builds you can do are like wholly unique. You can do all kinds of stuff to like build into. I build all into Hero Strike because it's so fucking strong. Like, I have yeah. everything giving me crit chance and damage on Hero Strike, which is, like, you just, like, sweep the leg, Johnny, and stab them in the throat. <laughs> and, like, it's great. But, um, yeah, I, it makes me want to go back and play more Valhalla because I do like the art style a bit more in that. I mean, I will say the world in Odyssey shits all over most games I've played. Like, I cannot tell you how fucking beautiful the world is. It's... It's hard to believe that Ubisoft is capable of these things when they're such a shit company. <laughs> and the writing is good. Like, the quests are all interesting. Even when they're little side quests. Like, there was one this lady wanted me to go make her husband Viagra because she's old and horny. And he's like, by the time I get it from him, he's like, please, God, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I just, will you fuck my wife? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll smash your grandma. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was just like, yeah. The, like, the quests are written really well. I actually care about what's going on in the story. Like the thing with this, I was talking to Jesse about this before the show. You don't even. There's no assassins in this. Like you're, you are a mercenary who you do yeah, assassinations. Yeah, this is before the assassins even existed. Yeah, there's no Templars or assassins. So you don't see like the hooded guys. Like in Valhalla, you meet the dude who's in the next one, Barnabas or Basim. whatever. Ba- Basim. Oh, Barnabas is my ship captain. Barnabas. Uh, Barnabas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's no, there's none of that, which I actually really prefer. I don't care about that stuff because I, I don't have a tie to it. You know what I mean? These are my like first two games yeah. in here. So I'd rather they just made these games. The only thing I wish is they'd it, they'd make this where you didn't have to be the assassin. Like you could just roll up and be like, you can do this. Like. You can be like just like I'm gonna fight everything. It's a lot harder. Yeah, if you build into warrior and you carry like a fucking hammer, yeah, you can go fight dudes. It's a lot harder though. Like I feel like you're kind of punished for it. You're definitely pushed into stealth. Like your stealth is mm-hmm. OP as fuck. Um, oh yeah. So I just wish there was a little bit more variety in that. But it's Assassin's Creed. You know, I just wish Ubisoft would be like, let's make an RPG like this with a little more depth. That's it. Like uh, it's all I want from them. But. I'm I made the Phoenix game for you. Yeah, that game is like Zelda, which is even shallower, I think. Um, yeah, but it's Greeky, fighty, open world game. It's true. This one is just a better looking <laughs> version of all of that and has better fighting. Right. But it's really good. I really, really, really have enjoyed it. It's taken me away from Xenoblade 3, which is kind of bothering me. I need to like play more of that because <laughs> I, I want to beat it and I want to stay 
attached to the door. I'm pretty far in. I'm like 50-something hours into that game. <coughs> and I know I only have three chapters left. So I should be, you know, probably another 30 hours, and then I can beat it. And I just need to stop playing Assassin's Creed and do it. But I can't. It's so good. It's like... It's just a perfect game because you can just pick it up and go do, you know, a mission or two or just fuck around and go cl- clear a camp and have some new gear to look at. You know, like it's yeah, it's good for that. But so then that I did try to play Moon Scars again and um, I forgot what the fuck I was doing, where I was. And I was like, well, I'm never going to play this again for sure, because <laughs> pretty much I paid 20 bucks to play that shit for 20 minutes. Well, then I was like, but I want to play something like this and I wanted to be on my computer. I've literally like not even turned it on for days at a time because i just play playstation um and i was like i need to play my computer like i need to turn it on and play something but there's nothing on here that i want to play um so i played blasphemous and oh awesome and i got really mad i kept uh, dying um which which, i mean that's the game right but it's just just like i didn't know where i was or where i was supposed to be going and then i got to a platforming section and this fucking xbox elite controller i i'm gonna find the person who who like tested this one and let it go through and i'm gonna fucking throttle them i'm gonna go to their house (laughs) and i'm gonna headbutt them in front of their family i'm gonna embarrass them in front of their wife and have their children lose respect for them that's it's so (laughs) annoying because it's called an elite controller and it's supposed to be for precision gaming and it has zero <laughs> precision. I cannot I literally just had to jump from ladder to ladder and it would skip my up hits every time. Like every third ladder just wouldn't register that I was hitting up so that I could catch the ladder and I would just die. And I was like I'm sick. I'm going to th- I'm I'm going to lose it. So hmm. I'm going to have to retire this controller and I feel like I'm going to take a sledgehammer to it and feel really good about it. I'm going to buy another You did Mhm. Good. I was gonna say you did hook up your computer to play uh, that Terraria game or. Oh yeah! Terraria? Oh yeah! We played Terraria with a listener. Uh, Terraria, yeah. What's his name? Outlaw. Um, yep. Yeah, he's in our Discord. Um, was a lot of fun. It was. It's a weird game. Um, because it's just side scroller. Uh, Minecraft, basically. I mean, there's a lot to it, but it's it's just a weird thing because like the building i didn't really get into too much i just was like james and i were both doing the same thing he was going straight down (laughs) (laughs) and i was just going straight to the right or to the left and just going you know as far as i could go and dying and um it was i mean it's pretty cool you see a lot of cool shit and there seems to be like uh, a lot to it but um yeah it's it's interesting Uh, i had fun though and outlaw's cool outlaw star which is a great reference i love that anime um, oh, I lost star. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk, uh, we also did that. Uh, if you want to lead into your week, James. Uh, yeah, I played that, and it was it was fun. I definitely have fun playing co op games with people. So um, I like the exploration part of it because that's always kind of like that's why I have so much love for like Fallout and stuff is because of just the searching and finding random shit and like in this game it was random caves or whatever and that kind of stuff like just could keep me playing a game for endless hours and being able to do it it's tough to play co-op on a game like that just because i'll literally just go quiet and be walking around (laughs) and so like even with like fallout 76 it was kind of the same way it's like you're in a group with people but and you can play with other friends and stuff, but you all end up just kind of cruising around doing your own thing eventually anyway. Um, 
But yeah, uh, I haven't really done anything game wise. I played a little bit of Cyberpunk. Um, I I have basically been spending all my time rewatching Game of Thrones. So I'm on, I think I'm on episode four of season seven. Like basically the last two and a half ish weeks, I've just knocked it out. So, uh, yeah, it's great. It's been great. I'm I'm loving it. I don't for some reason I thought season seven went a little faster than it is. So I'm I don't know, a little thrown by that. It's it's actually pacing's a little better than I remember, so that's interesting. I mean they do like skip like <clears throat> they just fast travel, you know what I mean? Like they're fast traveling. Mm-hmm. I get it. It needs to be done. Um there's but. a there was a common uh, joke on it that, that uh, Varys had a had a jetpack. Yeah. Varys, <laughs> would, he would he would be in like next to next to Khaleesi in in uh, in, in a marine, and then all of a sudden be back at Westeros like the next in, in like the next half an hour. It's like wait, right. how did he get? And then he's to... in Dorne. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Varys they, jetpack. They, they added fast travel to the game, and you know it's. <laughs> I, I mean it's. It's noticeable, but if you're like me and you can just look past it and look at all the good shit, like it's it's great. It's a great show. Um, so I did get a new headset. Uh, my headset was out of warranty for that model. It only had a year on it. Of course, their high end model would only have a year when everything else had like a two or three yeah. year. Um, I just went like kind of lower, cheaper ish, and got some Astro A10s. Uh, they've been pretty good so far. Um, I mean, like I said, I haven't played a lot to get like a full deep dive into them. They're comfortable. I've and... never used the Astros, um, but those are pretty, yeah, they're pretty highly rated though. Yeah. I mean, they weren't, they just, they weren't, they didn't cost a lot of money and I heard like they had decent reviews on sound. Um, I mean, the only thing that is different for me is that they do rest on your ears, like the the, cu- the cups do. Yeah, I, I can't. But the well, the they use like a really soft memory foam and like the fabric or whatever it's on them. Like oh, I okay. don't notice that they're on my ears, and I wear glasses too, so like like I haven't noticed at all. So and they're very lightweight. And kind of, I don't know. They've been pretty good so far. Um, That's cool though. Yeah, the, I just. I, you know, if you can feel the drivers on your, sometimes it can really bother me. But, um, right, I can feel these like I'm wearing my Cloud Alphas or whatever that I got for the PS5, but they're light right. enough. Like you said, it's like as long as it's not pushing, that's really award winning film Cloud Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they like pinch in and they're on your ears, it can it can get old real quick. But these don't. They just I don't know. They're just there. I mean, it eventually sounds, I'll upgrade. It sounds sure, like someone's we'll fucking see. jacking off right now. Is that you, Philip? Like, like, it's a clickety clack of the of the keyboard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll stop. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. I, it's okay. It just... Yeah, no. I I, thought I turned on my uh, noise canceling, but I guess it was not canceling enough. <laughs> it literally sounded like. Uh, I mean, I know I my keyboard's super loud, so. Oh yeah, I have to mute when I'm typing. <laughs> You laugh at me all the uh, time because we'll be playing games on Discord, and then you hear. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 funny because I'm using my my uh, my work keyboard, which is a lot smoother than my actual keyboard, which is this. 
<laughs> right. So so I was like, oh yeah, this is soft enough. You did, they won't hear it. Yeah, I bought the super loud clicking keyboard too. I just love a mechanical keyboard. I can't help it. Yep. Feels good to have the little the the button click. Yeah. Yeah. Like an arcade stick. Like an arcade stick. Oh, look at that. Look at that transition. Oh yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Um. So sticking with the the horror theme here, I. Watched a horror of a movie, which was Hocus Pocus 2. Um, oh, boy. Man. Well, the wife wanted to watch it, and I was like, oh, I'll watch it with you. Like, you know, I've seen the first one a million times, and I was like, i got to see what's going on here. Man, did they just Disney the shit out of that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's just afternoon Disney Channel special, like, shit. Like, it's, it's. It's not good. And they get into like these. I don't remember the singing numbers turning into like a production singing number in the original movie. I know they sang once, but it wasn't like the camera changes and the like background like type of thing changes. And everything brightens up and there's all this. Oh, shit they just do on. straight up musical shit. It's now? just a number. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a full out musical number happens a few times. Yeah, I thought it was ass. Um, I'm sure some people love it for the nostalgia reason. Uh, no, nah, my girl watched it with her two kids, and they thought it was trash. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say it's like a like a three, maybe. Like, I'm sure some people would like it. That's why I give it a three. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care for it. I was junk. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. I really, like I said, I really haven't been doing anything but watching Game of Thrones. And again, if you haven't watched it, watch it. And House of Dragon is still absolutely incredible. Last episode was so super good. intense. So yes, good. get on it. <laughs> Alrighty, it. fuck yeah, dude. Um, I'll say whatever. What's the thing they say, James? Which one? I don't know. He said, "Say it." Is there? Oh uh, no, it was it was it was it was a reference to the last episode where a character says, "Say it." I, I, oh um, yeah, the bastard thing. <laughs> <laughs> I did draw spoilers, but yeah, something pretty awesome. Because I, I said that in in my living room as he was. I'm like, say it, and then they yep. say it, and then <laughs> then yeah, and, and then Game of Thrones ensues right after that. This season has been great about like <clears throat> it's not over the top with like the crazy action. If anything, this one's way more about the politics. And they have still kept it so tense and like, like almost like you're getting action without actually getting the action. And it's been really, I mean, there has been action and the action has been great, but like, it's definitely been more about the politics and stuff. And they have just, I don't know, man, it's, it's just being done very well. Uh, did you read the book by any chance? No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, you'll, you'll get your action soon enough. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard the what is it, the War of Silvers or something like that. The the so it's a it's officially dubbed the uh, the Dance of Dragons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so that's yeah. I knew so. there was like the look between the uncle and uh, the patchy son was like a th- real thing. Like they actually yeah. go yeah they go pretty hard. From what I've heard. Uh, <clears throat> yeah the 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 show is based on uh, Fire and Blood, which is. Less of a novel and more of like a yeah, it's like a historical. history, yeah, yeah, like a like a reaccountment uh, via like one of the head masters at the time. That's how it's written, and 
I really enjoyed reading that in that format because it it kind of it, it does at times read like a like a history book, but mm-hmm. then it's like then like it puts in quotes from like characters or, or it, it puts in enough um sauce, I guess, that yeah. you're not bored if you don't like reading a history book. Um it it's funny because I kind of compare it to I'm not a very uh, religious person, but I read the Bible just for for, for sake. And uh, Kings one and two is kind of like that, where it's kind of like just a historical reenactment of like the kings at the time. And mm-hmm. it, it kind of reads like that, where it's it's being made in the by the by a certain person is, is just writing out the, the issues like all oh, this king uh, rose and was terrible and then was deposed, or this king fell after being loved by the people. And so. Kind of like in the in the show, there are time skips where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, 20 years passed and the kingdom flourished, but then this happened and then everything went to hell for 30 years or whatever. So, yeah, I yeah. kind of mm-hmm. liked that it's going like that. And it definitely makes me think they're going to just do like each season's going to be a chunk of the Targaryen history. So, I, I yeah, like in it. There's a there's a rumor that it's going to be like an anthology more thing where every mm-hmm. uh, every season. Either either it goes either it tackles a certain point in history, or it does a, a, another major time skip. Because I don't know if they're actually gonna get to pre Game of Thrones like a few years like Robert's Rebellion and uh, and the Mad King. Because that's really where like it's all going to, right? Like if you right. watch Game of Thrones, you know that at the end this is what happens. Um, so I don't know if they're gonna go like right up to it. I think it'd be great if we do, but. Yeah. People pe- people do want a uh, Robert's Rebellion to be uh, put on the screen, so I'm um, definitely I'm here for it. Yep. Word. <clears throat> Alrighty. So I've done a few things. Let's see here. I beat Odyssey uh, in about 55 hours in. I beat it. It ending does come by pretty quickly. Um, there's not really a big grandiose ending thing that happens. Apparently, the real like the fun, like you really get the ending stuff through by beating the DLCs, which is fine. You do get kind of a closure, but like all other Assassin's Creed games, like you beat the game and then you still have the list of order members you have to assassinate. So I'm still going through and killing those things. I did play the first DLC, Order of the First Blade, and I beat that. So now I will be starting the second DLC, which I may wait a couple days. I think I'm going to start Need for Speed 2015 tomorrow. I don't know why. I just want to re- I want to play that. I, just, I want a Need for Speed game, and the new one's got me hype. And I've played way too much Heat. So, um, but yeah, so Odyssey obviously continues to be awesome. Played the first DLC. It was fine. It's like what they usually do. First DLC is just people and shit, and then the second DLC is fantasy stuff. So... First one was good. Had some pretty big story shit. It had a... I guess I had, I'll wait till you play it, Aaron, because it has some shit I don't really get. There's something in it that I don't know how it would work because depending on if you pick Alexios or Cassandra. So I'm like, how does that work if you pick this person mm-hmm. or that person? But, uh, but it was good. Uh, so I beat that. But there was no credits to roll, so I guess I'll wait to do the roll credits clip on the... Atlantis DLC. Do it on Barnabas. On Barnabas. I also did roll credits on Grand Blue Fantasy versus RPG mode. I had played it before, 
gotten all the way to the final boss and I could not beat the final boss because it's like in the RPG mode for Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, uh, you fight bosses and they give them like a million HP and they give them, and you have to like do RPG shit, level your characters, equip stuff and whatever. And uh, it was too hard. I couldn't beat it. Bitch, I just put it on after two years of not playing it and just beat it. So that was fun. I beat that shit. Grand mm-hmm. Blue Fantasy Versus is a really good game. It was just on PS Plus. Hopefully people went ahead and picked it up. Uh, I think it's a great I, game. I did. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot too, man. I got it. I I adopted it as soon as it came out. Like it was, I I usually do. I pretty much buy every fighting game there is to to. I just buy them regardless. So like I day one it. I buy every character, even with fucking Dragon Ball Fighters. I do not play Dragon Ball Fighters. I have every DLC for it. Damn. And I even went the other day and bought Lab Coat, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't need Lab Coat. Yeah, you <laughs> I'm not gonna play it. Right, and I still bought it just because I don't like seeing my character select screen have question marks in it. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you know, what I mean, I'm a I'm a grown up. This is what I grew up to be able to do to buy DLC that I'm not going to use. That's but, um, that's that's really funny. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm I'm the exact opposite of you. I oh. also buy every fighting game, but I only buy DLC characters that I know I'm going to use. So Did you a la carte them, you just yeah. buy select ones. Oh, yeah. So, uh, which, uh, so for so Dragon Ball Fighters was the fighting game that I put the most hours in this decade for sure. Um, Jeez. I, th- I think that first hard, bro. I think, well, I I came from playing Marvel's Capcom, it's basically the, the yeah, same, that's true. It's it the did, same it did take the MVC slot in Evo pretty much. Yeah, so uh, I played, I think, uh, I remember like. You know, like PSN will send you like what games you played and how many hours you put in in the yeah. year or whatever. The first year that that game came out, I put in a hundred hours into that game. Nice. In the in the in the first year. Um, and I still only own uh Videl and Bardock because it's Jeez, only just... <laughs> roster. Yeah, nice. well, because like I most of my fighting game characters that I choose, I choose based on playstyle and based on if they look cool. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. If if they're OP or whatever, like I don't really care. Uh, I tend to just end up playing mid tier characters because I the ones that I think look cool. I'm I'm cursed in that way. Um, Same. But I actually <laughs> feel I actually don't play. I feel bad playing high tier characters because then people have like an excuse. But I don't really play with people. I I really mostly play the console alone. I, like it's been years since I had a community to play with. But I usually end up like mid tier. Like in Street Fighter, I play Honda. In Tekken, I play mm-hmm. King. In okay. DNF Duel, I play Grappler. <sighs> I love Grappler. I love yeah, Grappler. Dude. Well, the thing is with DNF Duel, I only play Grappler. I've the only other character I have even touched was I touched Ghost Blade just for like a exhibition match. But for some reason, I I. Once I saw a Grappler, I'm like, I'm only going to touch this character. So I have never even played as another character in that game. I've only played Grappler. Um, and he's just great. I just want everyone to play like him. I don't like the fact that DNF is all full screen buttons. Like I, And it's not the game's fault. That's the kind of game they want it to be. They want it to be this giant half screen, full screen game. I, I can't. 
I only want I wish everybody was grappler and I fucking can't, but then striker is terrible like I don't know that's a whole nother thing DNF and I, the, the whole state that they're going through and they're like we're going to mod good there no no I'm sorry I'm saying that there's there's nothing more depressing to me than the current state of DNF tool yeah um, and then they're as, coming out saying they're just going to buff like don't worry we're just going to add buffs which is like cool I guess everyone's just going to get crazier but they have things to address. Like there are people, there are characters that will just stun lock you. Like you block an attack and that's it. You're stuck. If they know the right striker. combo, yeah, striker dog. You, you, you I learned block that. An attack, I learned that fuck. ground. I learned that guard break combo day one, and I was using it. And I was like, yeah, this is fair. <laughs> no, dude, it's just it's frustrating. Like it's like yeah. it's you're better off taking damage than mm-hmm. blocking because if you block, you're just you're get, get stuck and hit stun and it's just no fun which it's that's why i have a struggle with fighting games i i love them i will buy them all i play all of them single player i play all the single player i beat it with everybody whatever and i like to play with people but i'm uh i'll get back to my week in a second well let me get to my week we'll talk about fighting games mm-hmm. in a second talk mm-hmm. about Fighter. um so yeah so i did beat the grand blue thing i also went ahead and like an idiot it was on sale, so I bought Final Fantasy Dissidia NT, thinking I was like, you know what, let me buy the Final Fantasy fighting game. Oh, no. Because I'll stream it. It's got a story mode with a bunch of wild shit, so I'll stream it. Uh, I don't mind. It was 10 bucks. Fuck it. I don't care. Sure. It's one of those games where they block you from streaming it. They don't. Mm-hmm. They they block your screen, so you can't show. It's always these Japanese anime-esque games that don't let you stream them. They just... they block your playstation and they turn your screen blue persona yeah uh wait persona does that persona 5 yeah persona 5 does that uh i i i I don't know if it's still the case but i know in the first uh six months of release you couldn't stream the game because atlas is oh i know what you're talking about they didn't want people yeah that was a big thing they didn't Mm. want people spoiling the game yep for others but I mean, there's a way around it. You just stream through a capture card, and that's fine. But I don't do that, and to do that is just cumbersome and frustrating. It mm-hmm. it, it makes my setup, my stream setup, so much more uh, frustrating. And it's it's so easy to just stream through my PS5, and in order to do a capture card, it's just it literally adds a whole bunch of shit I don't feel like doing. Uh, let's see here. So I got that. That game fucking blows. Um, and then other than that, I also played, then I have some record stuff. I did start Visage last night, finally, spooky game. Um, and it was spooky. It's fine. It's a fucking horror game. I really wish I was into horror games. They're just boring because they're puzzle games. And co- there's never fucking combat. It's it's always just, like, kind of frustrating, you know? So I will try to continue to play it, but I'm not sure how far I'll get because at least Resident Evil is a game with combat and actual, like, stuff to do. Uh, most of these horror games are just puzzle games, and they're just too vague for me. So, yeah. Other than that, there's a whole slew of record stuff, y'all. So I got my Final Fantasy Heroes and Villains set. Showed up perfect. Um, make sure to go to Instagram.com slash 954 to see all my dope-ass records. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing. So I got the Final Fantasy Heroes and Villains set. 
that's an awesome four disc set. It luckily showed up in perfect condition. That was great. I also got my Elden Ring set, which thank God my Elden Ring eight disc soundtrack set showed up in perfect condition. There is some stuff that went down though. There's a big huge hubbub about the Elden Ring set. So the UK customers got a double boxed record. They basically took the Elden Ring box set, put it in a cardboard box, and then put that box in a cardboard box and shipped it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess for the US, they were like, oh, let's not do that. So they put it in a cardboard box that was literally the size of the box it was in already, and it was super thin cardboard. So the shit is barely protected. Like, if you were to knock it against a table, it's going to get a dent. Like, it was barely covered. I got mine in the mail, and the bottom was like, the box was just ripped. I'm like, oh, somebody tried to rip this open and see what it was. Maybe they did. Or it was just that flimsy that it, maybe it just ripped. I was so fortunate that my fucking box was in <laughs> perfect, perfect condition. So I'm super lucky. A lot of people are complaining that they they got their boxes and they were all damaged and dented. And that's going to happen because mail carriers, for the most part, do not care. The person in the mail facility who's unloading boxes all day is just throwing everything. It it doesn't matter if it's a diamond ring or a PlayStation 5 or a Beanie Baby. They're going to throw that box into the back of a truck. It doesn't fucking matter. But I got super lucky. Here's the thing, though. Namco Bandai is fucked right now logistically because I don't know how many people. I can't say how many. They they printed – they pressed 6,000 of these – eight disc vinyl sets and I cannot count how many people got duplicates of disc three. So disc, yeah. So basically, (laughs) I don't know. They call it disc one, two, three, and four, but they're, they are basically double gatefold LPs. So disc one, it's two discs. Disc two is two discs. So basically set three, a fuckload of people got duplicates. Everybody has double disc three sets meaning they're missing two records so like they got the second sleeve thing that looks like it but when they pull the disc out it's disc it's set three so they have duplicate discs so they don't have a complete set and i got lucky i got every fucking disc is fine i got every (laughs) mine is perfect i got number 2599 and mine is freaking great man and people in Florida have fucked up ones. People in New York have good ones. New Yorkers have bad ones. So they can't tell where the error happened, but a fuckload of people have. Everyone's like, where are, is anybody getting duplicates of disc two? Like, why did, why are there so many of disc three or set three? So there's a huge problem, which is a real bummer because usually when they do this, they have to, have a certain amount of sets available for when people get damaged copies for them to replace them. And there's no way they have enough copies to do this. Cause like if you receive something and it's damaged, let's say like the mail carrier fucks it up, they should be able to replace it for you if you have mail insurance. So I have no idea what is going to happen to these people. Are they going to get their money back? But even like fuck the money back, you want your complete set. It is one of the best looking Ah, you know what? It's a decent, it's a good looking box set. I have other stuff that looks better. It's pretty nice though. 
Um, go ahead and check those out. I posted them. They're very nice. I put I spun one the other day. It was pretty nice, too. The other ring music is pretty good. So that was sick. Um, I also did get, uh, which I posted last night, my Street Fighter Alpha 3 record came in. Fuck yeah, dude. Now I'm completely full up on my Street Fighter vinyl. Uh, the Alpha 3 just dropped. So I've got Street Fighter 2, all the Alphas, all the Street Fighter 3s. Um, so now we're just waiting for an announcement for Street Fighter 4. Hopefully somebody presses that. It'll most likely be Laced Records, but we have no idea. So the Street Fighter Alpha 3 soundtrack came in, which, not going to lie, Street Fighter Alpha 3 probably has the worst music in any Street Fighter game. Um, but I already have one and two, so you got to have it. And it's Street Fighter. If it's anything Street Fighter, I have to own it. Is that uh, a Third Strike final? Or No, Alpha 3. So oh, I have the okay. I have I have the third strike bond. There's a third strike. There's a Street Fighter three box set also by the same company, Laced Records, and it's a box set with uh, New Generation, Second Impact, and Third Strike. Uh, that's freaking super awesome. They actually recently did a repress and a restock, so those are available right now. Laced Records, if anybody wants, they just recently did a re. Uh, they're also the ones who did the Sekido record, but nobody can find that. That's you're gonna spend hundreds for that. Um, is is the Third Strike vinyl that you have? Is that for the original Third Strike or for the online edition, or is it both? It's original. It's like original okay. arcade stuff. But the Third okay. Strike, so Alpha, so Street Fighter Three, New Generation, and Sep, Second Impact are one disc. And then the third strike is two discs because there's so much music. So it has all the in-game music and all the hip-hop stuff. Yeah. It's just fucking great. It's that's, super, super great. That's my favorite fighting game, like, audio, soundtrack, soundtrack whatever you want to call it, uh, ever. Like, there are yeah. some really, really good ones out there. But especially for me, I, I played more of the um, third strike online edition, which they they redid the, the commentator and some of the music. And that's yeah. the one that, that, that I think of in my head. Um, it's uh, it's just great. Like I I'll listen to the soundtrack every now and then on my on my phone just to just to, yeah, as a sure. throwback. And uh, it's sad that you can't really play it anymore unless you have like a old PS3 like I do. But um, online online edition. Yeah, because yeah yeah that was a really good thing. It had like the cool pair like you could do the Daigo parry training and stuff and they really should have ported that over i think you can stream it on ps plus like ps now maybe but uh, maybe. either than that you have to play it on a three because we have third strike on the street fighter anniversary 30th anniversary collection but it's just an arcade rip it's mm -hmm. a straight arcade port um that would be nice if we got that that back yeah there. yeah and um, they could re-release uh mbc2 and third strike online edition i would be so happy yeah, we'll see. I mean, they they really should. They know that that's just printing money. It's just licensing issues. Uh, also, one thing I was hoping for finally got announced. Sony themselves are putting out a Horizon Forbidden West record set. So your boy immediately pre-ordered that. Uh, there is a six-disc set for the Horizon Forbidden West record, but I don't need all that. Like, I don't need all that ambient horizon music i just need um aloy's theme and in the flood those two songs are really really great and i really 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 like the horizon uh for ben west soundtrack so they put out a six disc deluxe set it's like 160 dollars i think i'm good 
And then they also put out an essentials set, which is a two disc uh, dual gatefold or gatefold, which is super awesome. So I'm super excited about that. And then last record is the new Slipknot came out and it's I better actually than... listened to <laughs> two songs on it. And I was like, I cannot believe what I'm hearing. What songs did you listen to? The first two on the record. <laughs> oh, you went for the first two. Okay. So I think it's better than the last record. We Are Not Your Kind was really bad. This one's called The End So Far. The album starts with a song called Adderall, and it is, it's not a fucking Slipknot song. There's no distortion, no screaming. It's not a ballad. It's just kind of like a contemporary song. It was it's very so, weird. It was just it was like very weird. Techno, like there was, I don't know. It was weird. Then there was like one. <laughs> then there was one with screaming that had like all this. The, it was just like chaotic, but not in the right way that I like. Like I like Norma Jean. There's some some crazy ass shit on those, and I love every yeah, time I die, which is pure chaos. And this is just like weird. It. I, I don't even know how to describe it. I don't. I'm not a Slipknot <laughs> fan, so it's not something like. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't get it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, but you may not get it because you may not like know their sound now, what they've turned into. Um, I mean, the first two songs that are kind of like what I think are the better songs on the album. And then the seventh, there's a song called Medicine for the Dead, which I think is okay. It's kind of corny, but I like it a little bit. But I definitely, I think that that first song that is not a Slipknot song it is just like this weird, I can't even call it like a rock song because it's not even like rocking. It's just like a song. It's it's not a ballad. It's not heavy. It's not sad. It's not lovey. It's not fun. It's not like a bummer song. It's just like this, it's like bootleg Pink Floyd. It's <laughs> like, it's, but I like it. You know I think it might be my favorite song on the album. You know what's weird is, Slipknot is one of them bands that's like because it's got screamy shit in it and it's sort of Marilyn Mansony in like the no. performative <laughs> aspect of it. No, 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 not okay. musically. Okay, I just okay, mean okay, the I performative you, side of it where it's like we wear our masks and we're cool. <laughs> it's fucking weird when you're 50. When you're Corey Taylor and you're like, hey, what's up, bro? I'm 50 and I've got kids. Let me go put on my <laughs> carnival mask and like try to fucking pretend i'm like angsty or whatever i just i it doesn't work anymore i don't think yeah well you know the album's not bad it's it's at worst it's forgettable which is a good <laughs> a good thing because the album before this i think was kind of bad i got to go back and listen to it i think the last one was just not very good at all um this one i think isn't bad maybe a little bit forgettable but um it's all right man so fuck it you know whatever that's nice it's slipknot's last album it's a big deal because it's the seventh album at the seven fig the seven album deal for roadrunner back in 99 so that's it they're no longer controlled by roadrunner records which is really awesome because now they can do whatever they want which um the obvious choice is duh start your own label and put your own art out. So I'm in, I'm interested in seeing like, you know what they all do. Cause they all do a lot of different shit. So oh, hopefully they start. Sour again. 
<laughs> uh, maybe yeah so we'll see what that's like and uh there was one last cool thing about the record itself the record showed up and i look at the record and the album's called the end so far and i look at my record and it says the end for now and i look at the spine the end for now i look at the disc the end for now so i'm like oh this must be some artistic shit like it's you know because the end so far the end for now it's the same thing i wonder oh oof big oof turns out no that's not something artistic turns out some fucking idiot at the record label just wasn't paying attention and wrote the wrong title and the first run of records has the wrong fucking album title on it Ooh, like more valuable i mean i guess sure that's true because i looked it up today and like (laughs) there's a million of these things out there like you think they changed the name of it at some point no no they came, the band came out and said it they're like yo this was not the name before oh, this was not shit. no artistic shit literally they fucking care so <laughs> little somebody just didn't pay attention and quality control never fucking caught it i mean you gotta yeah, think it is it is pretty close the end the it. end uh <laughs> the end for now the end so far there's similar titles uh that guy for sure lost his job but how many people lost their job who is not paying attention while you're pressing thousands of these things so i saw a thing on uh what was it it was like travis barker played on machine gun kelly's last album i think i don't know i saw a video of it was machine gun kelly telling travis barker because i guess they both got tattoos of the album name and he ended Oof. up having to change the album name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dude, Travis like Barker's another Travis one. Travis Barker that he had to change it. <laughs> Travis Barker's another one. My guy, you're 50. Why are you hanging out with fucking MGK and playing on a pop punk album Wait. from a g- disgraced rapper? Like, <laughs> yeah. Please stop. Because it makes them millions and millions of dollars, yeah, dude. That's, that's why. But um, so, yeah, that was pretty neat. I mean, I did look up the record today and people are selling theirs for like 50, 60, 70. So, yeah, I'm sure these will be more valuable in the future. But in the end, dude, I don't sell my shit. So, like, it don't really yeah, matter. It's still cool to have, like, the misprint. Yeah, it's you know? still, yeah, it's cool to, it's cool to, like, know, like, it's cool to have, well, I was going to say my Tekken records, but, like, the Tekken music is just fucking baller, bro. Uh, you want to hear some good electronic music, listen to, like, Tekken four and up, but um, and yeah, that's it for my stuff. Um, I think we can go ahead and segue into some fighting game stuff we were talking a little earlier. Um, I one point I was saying was because you're going to tell us about how the Street Fighter Six beta went. Now I am a lifelong fighting game player. I've been playing fighting games like as my favorite genre since I would say ninety. 93 like i have fatal fury and sam show on the sega genesis type shit uh but i'm what i would refer to as i am a forever casual uh, there's a level of play i'm never going to get past and that's because i i don't put the practice in like i like i'm i'm gonna beat all of my friends but when i go to like a local i get but i'm gonna get bodied right um like i wasn't out here in street fighter four i wasn't doing like fadc combos and shit like Mm. i'm not even fadcing into shinshoryu and that's (laughs) that's like basic uh so i know all the terminology and i watch you know i I watch evo every year and whatever and this and that i used to run a, a fight club 
out of my house for like a year, which was a really awesome thing we did. And so I play them. Too. Well, no, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, <laughs> but there's just a certain level that I'm not going to get at. So like, like I think I, I, I'm not breaking into diamond tier anytime soon. I'm not going to be breaking into tiers on Strive. Like I actually don't even fuck with Strive because Strive is just too, it's too much for me to handle. Um, Interesting. So like, where are you at when you play? Because if you're hearing you talk, I figure like, like uh, what kind of player are you? What do you play on? Are you pad? Are you stick? So, um, so I am what it's funny. Cause, and I think uh, it's great that we're going to be talking about this because we are, like you said, or like I said, um, opposite players in that sense. Um, I, when I, when I told you that I put in a hundred hours into Dragon Ball fighters, I didn't touch the story mode or arcade mode once. I just, yeah. I just don't. Um, there's, I never, I, the last uh, fighting game that I, pl- that I played the story for, I mean, I played it for five only because you had to, to unlock some colors to fight a five. But yeah. before well, you got that, a million fight money. Right, right. And, and, and look, Street Fighter five, I mean, look, we're going to talk a lot about Street Fighter six, and it's basically going to be, this game is the antithesis of Street Fighter Five. It just, it just is. I mean, uh, Street Fighter Five is a decent game now. Uh, it's gone through a lot of updates, and it's a decent game. Yeah. But on on launch, it was pretty brutal. Um, well, yeah, especially for me, Five on launch was really rough for me because it was in in I in the idea of it was great because it was just a it was just World Warrior the game. All it was was you have online and you have a roster. I don't. I didn't mind a smaller roster. That's how fighting games are. You're gonna get 12 to 16 characters, and you'll get more as it goes. But when Street Fighter V came out, dog, there was nothing to do in it. There wasn't even an arcade ladder. Mm-hmm. There was literally survival mode to unlock colors mm-hmm. and online, and then obviously versus. You could like versus the computer, like literally. But you had to set the matchup. Like, bitch, just give me an arcade ladder at least to fight eight matches up to a boss. Uh, but luckily, I mean, it didn't take long. It took, what, eight months to get <laughs> the rest of the shit? It took, like, yeah. you know, eight, eight months till we got um, more content and championship and shit came out eventually. I think Street Fighter Five is good now. I have a problem with Five though, and my problem with Five is that they fucking blaze-blued it. They basically wanted to give everybody a personal action, and they made it to where, like, if you wanted to pick up a character and have fun, like I, I come from the background of like sitting around with my friends and we'd play fighting games all night and we would just rotate, jump around the, the rosters. Obviously this is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. We didn't, we didn't have mains. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm only going to pick Honda against you. Like we'd play around the roster. So right. I like jumping around and playing, but it's like, Oh, let me play. I want to play as, uh, I don't fucking know. Abigail, or I want to play as freaking mm-hmm. Zeku. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, fuck, I I, I, like, oh, great. I have to learn their personal action and how this player works. Like, oh, I, I love – B-Trigger, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I picked up Honda, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, let's go. What's this? The little clap he does that eats fireballs, easy enough. I can figure out that – I can figure out what that is. They put out V-Trigger 2, and I'm like, I don't know what – I didn't know that it buffed his 100 hand slap. You go to the pause menu in the command list, they don't even tell you. Mm-hmm. They kind of do sometimes. The, the, this move affects V trigger, whatever. But it was a little too vague. They made 
that little blaze blue shit where like everyone has a personal action. Reuse is a parry. Uh, you know, this person, Chun is this weird jump kicky thing. Uh, Ken is a rush. So yeah. like, I think it's cool in theory, but I think it made it, I think it took it a little too far. I made it a little inaccessible for kind of pick up and play. Let's go fun time. Mm. Um, and that's kind of how I feel like, I feel like, it kind of pulled me back from Street Fighter Five. I feel like I didn't have the proper relationship with that game that I should have had because, like Street Fighter Four, I played hundreds of hours of that game. Yeah, like, great game. Street Fighter Four up to Ultra was, I think, one of the best Street Fighter games we've ever had. Period. Like mm-hmm. it is, it's almost perfect. It, it's it's just straight up. Like yeah, it's the whole revenge mechanic and shit with the with the, the the meter and all, but I think four was great, and then five just became a little too much. But when I look at it now, man, it's a great game with a fucking crazy roster. It mm-hmm. looks awesome. It plays awesome. It has single player content somewhat. That whole thing where you could play like you could pick like Ryu, and then you could pick like uh, Street Fighter One or Street Fighter Three, and they would change the, the arcade ladder for you and give you a different piece of art. I went through that shit and beat every game with every character. Like, that's the kind of shit I nice. do. Like, I like to do that stuff. I do go online, and I, I don't have, like... I was going to ask you what rank are you. Like, I'm probably still, like, silver at best. Probably a probably a double bronze with Honda. Mm. Uh, so, Street Fighter V, I... So, I dropped it... Not early on, but I think compared with the whole timeline early, um, I had a goal myself to get to gold, and I got to gold, and then I just dropped it. I dropped okay. it like I think a week later. Um, the game wasn't fun online. It just it just wasn't like the the and, and I tried. I played Ken and Zeku, uh, and Zeku is super fun because you can. I love characters. My mechanic or my mains, I guess, are like characters that are uh, rushed down. And do like, you know, like complex combos. So in Street Fighter Six, I'm playing Ken and Kimberly. Um, funny enough, Kimberly and Zeku are basically from the same school of, uh, of martial arts. Yeah, the Bushin Ryu. Right, same same as guy in Street Fighter Four, which, which I didn't play too much guy, but I as a he was like a fun character that I'd pick up because he was fun to use. Um, yeah. So I grind ladders in all these games. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, I got to uh, Super Saiyan uh, Blue, I think. Um, I I didn't play much of it on uh, on ladder because I like just I would just go into casual matches. It was easier to find matches in casual. Um, but I played a lot of that game. So I play online. It's basically the only reason why I play fighting games is to play online. Um, I'll spend way too much time in training mode, labbing combos, situations. So. Yeah, that's what I don't do, which I need to get better. And I want to with six is like start getting in there and lab and shit because I was doing it a little bit for DNF. And the thing is, is you have to that's the only way you're going to muscle memory. Remember this shit like our buddy Mm -hmm. Seth. I see him play like Mortal Kombat and he's busting these combos with Kano. And I'm like, yeah, man, you're just better than me. Like, I just don't have the inclination. And he's like, dude, I literally have to force myself to sit there in training and you got to lab the combos like you're not just gonna like no one's out here just comboing in these fighting games because they're just good at fighting games like you have to learn them and you have to lab them Mm -hmm. and you have to also learn how to perform them online because now you're dealing with input lag 
Well, and here's also, the thing. Here's, yeah. here's, here's the thing with that is that is that that fighting game players have been content with receiving the bare minimum for a long time. Uh, and the bare minimum consists of, oh, the game somewhat works. The online is functional, as in I can play somebody. Is the connection great? No, but I can play somebody. And yeah, uh, so like Dragon Ball Fighters, I dropped that game because of the netcode. Because to me... Oh, so you're super happy about rollback now. I I I can't wait. I cannot wait for rollback. Because look, I, for me, the most fun thing in fighting games is to lab a combo to death and pull it off in a match. Yeah. In a, in a live match, you press the button, you hit confirm, and your muscle memory triggers in, and you and you and you get it, and you land it, and you're like, I've been labbing that combo for hours uh, to get it right, to get it right in that situation, and I landed. And to me, there's nothing more frustrating than labbing a combo all that time, going online to, to use it, and because the netcode doesn't work, you drop it. Yeah. I drop me dropping combos makes me hate myself. <laughs> it just does because I'm like, oh, I could have killed there, but I didn't hit. The, I I just dropped. It. So, but I think with the start of COVID and them basically eliminating all like in-game tournaments for a while, and yeah. they, they they you know the CPT the Capcom Pro Tour. Oh, a quick side note. Uh, I know that many people listening who might not know the fighting game terminologies, maybe some on this uh, podcast that may not know like what a, what FADC is or what a or yeah. what a DP is. Focus the there's a great dash there, there's a great um, uh, website called uh, glossary.infill.net. You can just Google infill glossary and it has every single fighting game terminology yeah. for every single fighting game ever. So if you yeah, don't know what I brought a, it up when a, it came a, out. It's it's really every fucking term like every term is defined properly there are things that i've never heard of that i'm like what is that in in games that i play i'm like what is that what is it and they're like oh and like even like these really obscure terms that only people in the communities use like like fuzzies uh like guard yeah just find that yeah um, so, so if anyone gets lost at some point, uh, I'll try to narrow down the the uh, the hard terminology. But if you get lost, that website is great. Um, follow it on; uh, it's really easy to find stuff, and you can even search via game. So um, we don't have to live like this anymore in a world where we can't land land our combos online. Because after COVID, every single fighting game community uh, developer now understands that online is a functioning online is important. We want rollback in, in in every game. At this point, if it doesn't have rollback, I'm not playing it. Yeah, if you the, don't have rollback, your game's dead. The only exception to, the, to that rule currently is Grand Blue Versus. It's only because it was free. <laughs> yeah. And because I was I was in the mood for an anime fighter that is really big on footsies. Uh, and I love Sora's in that game. I've been playing Sora's for about a month now since PS Plus came out with it and i love that game and that was my I, i'm in like a rotating like like slew of fighting games until dragon ball gets rolled back and until street fighter 6 and that included grand blue dnf duel which we can talk about i'm depressed about because i i played the second beta for that game for 12 hours straight <laughs> i was 
I was having so much fun in that beta, and then the game comes out and it's dead a month later. Um, yeah, it, I mean, they're, it, they're still gonna they're gonna work on it and they're going to do something, but I I still think the game's pretty much dead. I just mm-hmm. really hope they at least. I don't know. I you know what? It's dead. The, the, yeah, there's nothing there's, they can there's, fucking do. No, even if they it, make it playable, the 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 time is over. The chance is shot. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they're gonna drop DLC characters. They even and, said like, oh, we have something coming, but it's probably not gonna be fucking characters. I don't know what it is. It's such a missed opportunity because that franchise is so huge. Uh, uh, BFO is such a giant fan base uh, overseas in Korea. Sure, but it's so is League of Legends. League of Legends is, yeah. is, 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 is huge, huge in Korea, and it just, it it found itself huge here and in other places in the world. So you can make these like, but the key thing is that those that game has a thousand characters that they could put yeah. into this game that are super cool. Look, every single character in DNF Duel, even the ones that you're not like a like I'm not usually a fan of like the little like magical girls, but Enchantress looks sick. Like her animations are sick. Like she looks fun. Yeah, Every character. character in the game looks fun or is at least decent. And they, they, uh, I think it was a combination of very, very low support. And it's a, it's a, it's a very dangerous fighting game because you get hit. It's a two touch fighter is what I call it. It's like Marvel, much, yeah. Marvel, it's like Marvel three. Uh, yeah. Uh, Marvel yeah. three is extremely like that. You get, Touch if you play the wrong person, yeah, it's like two touch, you're done. Yeah, and that is not very casual friendly. And when you already have a game that's kind of bare bones as far as content, story mode, and all that stuff, people realize, okay, all they have to do is for, is for me to get bodied online by Crusader, and that's not fun. Or get or get guard broken by Striker, yeah. not fun. That's so that's not fun, dude. It's fucking it, blows. Yeah. So uh, so that game is. To me, depression itself because I was so excited for the play. I was ready to to main it for forever, and it's dead. Even if they come out with like a new, like like a whole new like suit of DLC and they make it free, that'll bump up the the population numbers for like a for month. A month maybe. Like and then, they already fucked it up. The like, thing is, is that it's there's so many things to play and things coming out all the time that you ruined your first impression. Mm-hmm. So even if you do fix your game somewhat, there's still assholes there who are always going to bring this up and be like, oh, that busted game. And yeah. it, it kind of just put a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Like, I I really liked it. I have the problem of buying every fighting game and telling myself I'm going to fucking play the fuck out of this. Like, KOF 15, I hyped myself up for KOF 15. Oh, I've man. been playing King of Fighters since like, I bought King of Fighters 95 on <laughs> PS1 in 1995. I like, love 13. I, um, 13's great. I just rebought it on Steam. Yeah, uh, 13's great. Uh, and I love King of Fighters. And it came out, and I, you know, beat the story. I beat arcade mode a few times. Started labbing a little bit of combos here, learning, doing the combo trials and stuff. And then I fell off. But like when DNF came out, I was like, no, I'm going to do. I'm going to do daily. I'm going to do at least five ranked matches a day. At least I'm going to sit down, and I was doing it. I was playing every day. I think my ratio is still at like 50 percent. And I, so I'm like, okay, I was doing good. I was either winning or losing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, you break up that like, way. Yeah. Um, 
But then you, yeah, but once you hit a certain rank, like you notice once you leave bronze and you get to like silver one, you start fighting other people who are in those ranks and you're fucked, you know, like that's, but that's how you get better though. And that's how I it want is, Street Fighter to be. It is, that that is, I am a big proponent of, uh, you know, whether it's uh, fighting games or in real life sports. Um, I, I wrestled for seven years, so I got my ass kicked a lot, but that's nice. how I got better. Um, yeah, I wrestled in high school. Uh, I got my ass beat a lot. Yeah, there you go. So, so you understand that you you have to lose in, in in order to learn. But the problem with video games is one, people want to play for fun. But two, also, when the game doesn't give you good avenues to improve, and you feel like the characters that you're playing against are just they're all unbeatable because every character in the end of the duel is busted, all of them. They're all busted in their own way. Um, and they're all going to juggle you, again, to search fighter, and you're going to have to put the controller down for a good 10 seconds and wait for, and wait your turn. And yeah. that was the same. That happened in Dragon Ball. But what does Dragon Ball have that, that DNF Duel doesn't have? It's Dragon Ball. Yeah. People are going to play it because it's Dragon Ball. And that's why these, this, this fall-off in population doesn't apply to Street Fighter because it's Street Fighter. Yeah, right? it's Street Fighter. It's going to sell. Yeah, so it, it's going to sell. Even if, if if people hate it, they'll come back to it because oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play fighting game. Well, I'll just play the fighting game. Yeah. Um, so I I want to uh, with all things that you said, I want to try transition a little bit into talking about Super Mario Six. Yeah. And and giving you, I think the best news that you're gonna get today. Uh, so I described to everyone that that I know. Street Fighter Six in in one very simple but easy to understand phrase that we've all heard. They did not have to go this hard on this game. Yeah, they <laughs> that's they, definitely clear with the amount of content that the amount. It's almost like Street Fighter Five got <laughs> slaughtered for being such a bare bones game that they're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well then here you go. Look, like, I could spend. The 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 rest of this podcast talking about Street Fighter Six and not <laughs> and not a single time talk about the actual mechanics of playing somebody. Yeah, that is that is. I have a list of some key things so I so, so I wouldn't forget. Okay, you you can feel the love that the developers have in making this game. You can it it oozes out of every single aspect of, of the game. Um, and it, it feels like it's a game. And look, every Street Fighter game is made by people who play, fight, who play fighting games, right? Yeah. They don't know how to play them. They understand what people want. But, but as you know, with video games, sometimes what the players want and what corporate wants isn't, isn't, isn't the, the same thing. So there are, there are a lot of things, and this is all documented by the developers of, of Street Fighter V. The, the guy who directed Street Fighter V also directed Street Fighter Six. It's the it's the same guy. It's the yeah. same team. Not much has changed as far as who's making this game, but it's clear that whenever they wanted to do something in Street Fighter Five, the answer was, well, who's gonna buy the game because of that? The answer was, well, I mean, not a lot, but it's cool. It's the complete opposite now. So here's here's an example. People hate the grid, the stage. The grid. Oh is, God, I saw this. Yeah, the training mode stage. The grid. Yeah, yeah. Training mode stage. Every fighting game has the grid. 
yeah. Mars Central, Mars Central <laughs> has it. KOF yeah. has it. Tekken has it. They all have this grid where where there's it's bland. There's nothing there. It's just a stage. It's they, literally a, like a padded cell looking stage. It'll be a white stage with a grid pattern on, or it'll be a, a, a one solid color with a mm-hmm. grid pattern on it. So you can basically map out spacing. Mm-hmm. And also play with uninterrupted visuals because some stages are super busy. There's yeah. a famous stage in Street Fighter V where you're fighting on an airplane <laughs> that is doing flips and barrel rolls through a city. And even though you're on a 2D plane, the background is just bonkers and it can kind of disorient you. Mm-hmm. So there's always a grid stage. And people love fighting on the grid stage because it's tournament standard to right. like fight on the grid. But it sucks if you if you just want to have fun. Right. So go ahead if with you, what you're getting to. I saw what you're getting to. It's fucking. If awesome. you if you want to have fun and and you just want to enjoy, because the stages in the, in the game are are beautiful. They're beautiful stages. That 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 Sakura stage is is so pretty. Um. So, well, let's say you want to see every stage but the grid. In the matchmaking settings, you can select which stages you don't want to see. Yeah. So so when you load into a game, you would never see that stage. Now, now you ask yourself, wow, what does that limit the amount of players that you can play with? So if someone says I will only fight on the grid, then you never see them? No. In the first time that I ever heard of this. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever done this. You ever. you and your opponent do are not playing on the same stage. Yeah, you can play you, you can so oh, shit. So your characters <laughs> are fighting the same, but if you think about it, who's stopping it for like, why can't you just swap the background out? Like, I want right. to play on the Darth Vader stage. I want to play on the Goku stage. Uh, I'm just making up terms, but like, sure. yeah, so like, uh, that's fucking wild. And it's such a, it's it's not even like, they didn't have to do that. Nope, nope. That, they did that, not have to do that. No one is going to buy or not buy the game if that feature isn't put in there. It's yeah. not, but so the the theme of the show is they didn't have to do this, but they did it anyway yeah, because man. they understand what players want. Um, you can do you can if you like certain characters, Japanese voice actors, and not English, you can set each character sp- specific to what voice you want. Yeah, um, but that's dope. But they've had that. We've had that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So so right. So when you're when you're spectating someone in a match. You can turn on frame data. You can turn on damage. Yeah. So you see what, like, you see, you, you get information on what they're doing and how is it. So you want to learn. So like I said, going back to the idea of conducive to learning the game, if you want to watch two, two people, maybe two friends that are better than you, and you want to watch them fight, you can turn on settings so you understand, oh, that move is plus, that move is minus, that move is safe. That move does that much damage. I should be doing that. Here's the, yeah. here's the input. The the inputs that the players are putting are on the side of the screens. Yeah. So it's it's conducive to learning. Um, well, especially yeah, learning like figure finding out what's plus on block, minus on block, what's safe, what's not, is really I think one of the earlier most fundamental things that if you start learning and realizing, it just starts to make you a better player. Because like Especially- I could I could think like I love doing the hundred hand slap, but it's like dude, one of those don't do the heavy one. It's 
you're going to be minus on block, which mm. means you're going to get countered or, you know, you have to always learn Tekken. You have to learn everyone's two frame jab. <laughs> yeah. You got to find everyone's two frame attack because yep. you can't open up. Oh, I like this cool ass kick though. That's a 12 frame kick. You can't start <laughs> with that. Like that's the type of shit that like you eventually learn and just starts to make you a better player and stuff. Like that's the type of shit that's awesome. And I am happy that there, I did see that, that, the settings that you can turn on, you can even turn on like you can see the ping and shit, yeah. so you know what kind of uh, like delay you're dealing with and stuff. It's it's pretty it's pretty dope, man. I'm and, super and, excited. And and look and look. So and going back a little bit to the to the single player content again. I'm I made an avatar. Uh, I probably won't go to the story unless there's a good reason for me to do it. Like if there's colors or if there's costumes, I'll go to the story. But Come I don't mind going. Come on, dog. Really? You don't I, think it's I, gonna be fun to go around Metro City, find the Easter eggs, do the cool shit? You had you don't care what's going on. You like for me, I love it. I can't wait to see what the story is like and what's up with JP and what the fuck is Buckler. Like, oh man, I, I love that stuff. I don't disagree with you. I think that this is the best single player content in a fighting game in the history of fighting games. But I get my kicks off by beating people online. That's just what I do. So okay. so so sure. and look in in Street Fighter Five, like I said, I, I played survival, which was hell, to get yeah. colors. Cause I really wanted Ken's white and black color. So I spent hours trying to beat those crappy input reading oh, AIs yeah. to to, to try and get it. So look, if, if there's a good reason for me to 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 play it, I definitely will, and, and I probably won't hate it. I might even enjoy it. Um, but for those of you who like you who who want to play single player content, look, I don't know if you've seen the the absolute abominations that people are creating as their avatars. Yeah, if you guys want, look in the news in the I've in the dock, <laughs> and I put the I put a news thing that basically says people Capcom fucked up on the character creation thing. I think that they fucked, fucked up. up. I think I, I think it's a, I think it's on purpose. <laughs> well, okay, so this is what I was gonna say. I don't know if Aaron, if you've seen it or not, but go ahead and take a look. I I. Don't I, I? I don't like that they've allowed so much freedom to make these abominations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then again, if if even one person is having fun, then leave them alone. That they should have it. I don't want to be walking around my lobbies and seeing these abomination-looking, stupid, wacko <laughs> things. It just is dumb. But you know, you might have a point. They probably did it on purpose because they want people. It did. They did it for the meme. They know that's gonna make people do crazy shit. It's gonna get attention. It's gonna have. They're gonna have fun with it. So they might as well let them just go nuts. I I don't like it. It's like when people make Dark Souls characters, and they give them like a giant nose sticking out, and the eyes are crooked, and the skin's purple, and they name it Fart Fuck. Like, but it's not yeah. my game. Yeah, it's, I I hate it too. I made my character to be pretty average looking like compared to everything else but i i can't disagree that why not like why not so it but, looks fucking stupid i mean it does but but someone is gonna see it and laugh their ass off for 10 minutes about these abominations and and look yeah. here's here's an angle that maybe you didn't uh know because you didn't get you you're you playing is um you can make recipes for your avatar 
Oh yeah, so, of course. That's yeah. what's gonna be dope is people being like, "Hey, let me get your Rugal recipe," and that's gonna be. I can't wait to see that. I'm just wondering. Pay someone a commission. Say, "Hey, I want my character to to look like this, like like Itachi from Naruto." I'm terrible at these, like you know, making character things. Can you do it for me? And I'll pay you ten bucks. And yeah, um, I person person does it for you. They give you the recipe. You load it in, and I and I, and I get the character. So, like again, they didn't have to do this. They didn't have to. There's a slider for every single part of your body on that game, like everything. How much hair you want on your forearm? You can be a fucking One Piece character where like you have hairy legs, and sure, why not? Like, so it, it and look and and that's just going into 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 the 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 character like, creator. Yeah. So so that's one. And look, the story mode and the end. There's gonna be an arcade mode. There's extreme battle, which is like the yeah, the, the mini like, games, right? The mini the games, party games and shit. They brought back Tekken Ball before Tekken did. Yeah, dude, I did see that. The cool little like that's the I think the only extreme mode thing I'm really like. I think I I'll give a I'll give a shot that I think looks cool. Like the bull thing seems fun with where you can like it's not health, it's by knockdowns and and the electricity thing like. I think those things are unnecessary and I don't need them, but I'm, I'll happily take them. I'm happy that there's just more stuff for people to play with. Mm. And the, the ball game does look pretty dope though. I, I do think I'll like the little Tekken ball joint. Right. And then uh, you mentioned earlier that you like Fatal Fury. Wouldn't you want to play Fatal Fury while you're waiting for a match? You can do that. No, Fatal Fury. Not Fatal... Yes. You can play Final Fight. Oh yeah, yes. So final fight, yeah, final fight, yeah, 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 final fight. So, so yeah, yeah, So, um, so there's a there's a part in the in the hub that has a rotating classic retro game that you can play in Street Fighter Six while you're waiting for a match. So you want to play Street Fighter Two Turbo? Well, which which don't because that's the American version that has the 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 AI that reads your inputs. (laughs) But yeah, um, you definitely don't want to play that. You want to do yeah, that? Yeah, I saw they have Final Fight. It's got Sansan. What I, it's what I think they should do is what I hope is that should just link up to Capcom Arcade Stadium. And yeah. if you have Capcom look, Arcade Stadium, you should be able to access your Capcom Arcade games and play them. Yeah. I look, all the things that we're talking about are things are that are in the beta. In the first beta, this is the point to build. There's still yeah. many iterations of this game before we get the final product, which is rumored to be February based on uh, Japanese fiscal years. That's usually how how these things yeah. go. I mean, Street Fighter um, always drops in February, but can do you like? I'm praying like five and four both dropped in February, mm-hmm. but like, do, can, will they really fucking do that? I'm not sure. I Why hope not? so. I, I look. It, can they, they get they, it out by then? That's what I'm thinking. Can they get the game out by Feb- February? Is really close. They they could. Release the game now, and it would still be better than Street Fighter V's base model. Yeah, they can release but... the game right now with, with with limited characters. Look, my my prediction is that we get a second beta in December, and then a full release in February, because for a for a a triple A Japanese game to not release in February, that has to be a really really good reason because that messes with with, with all the financial budgets because. And their their Q4 is uh, is is Q1 basically. So okay, t- to push a game back to to late spring and summer, 
there has to be some some like crazy we can't get this out on a con like like some console is is locked and they can't get it something insane that i don't i don't anticipate so okay but, it makes sense i could be wrong but like i said the last two came out in february japanese games like this generally come out in february because of how the fiscal years work so i anticipate uh, uh a beta in december hopefully it's a it's an open beta this is a closed beta, hence why people like me got codes and many people who didn't who uh, didn't get on. Uh, but I anticipate that this is a test, and I think the, t- the test went really well. The online worked. It wasn't the, the the online is not as good in this beta as Strive and DNF Duel. The Oxus rollback I think is a little better. I did experience a good amount of l- lag playing some people, but 80% of the matches, no issues. I was playing people in Japan, no issues. Uh, but you know, every now and then, some Wi-Fi warrior in his mom's basement was playing me. Uh, yeah. I, I I fought my first uh, uh, Brazilian Ken, which if you know anything about that, that's that's a notorious <laughs> yeah. thing. And and yep, it was laggy because that's unfortunately their infrastructure isn't 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 great. Um, so so talking a little bit about, I want to talk about a little bit about. The, the characters, but not even how they fight, but their interactions. So there's there was six characters in this beta, four characters that we've all seen before, Ken, Dayo, Chun-Li, uh, and Ryu. Um, and then there, there's Jamie and Kimberly, which are brand brand new to, to, to the franchise, but they're related to somebody in the franchise. Jamie is the cousin of Yoon and Yang, who were in three, thir- three. And three and four at the end there. Yeah. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier, Kimberly is part of the Bushinryu style, which is where Guy is from, Guy is the master, and then Zaku, who's the the, the creator of the style, who was in Five, is from. So there's there's some really um, fun comparison videos out there where they put Guy, Zaku, and Kimberly's moves like like side by side, and it's yeah. the same move, but they all have obviously a different twist, right? And I cannot express to you how much love they put into those new characters. I, it feels to me like developers took those new characters and like, these are our characters. We're making them out and we're giving them love. For example, Jamie is a, uh, uh, he's a he's a, a drunken fist break dancer kind of kind of fighter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he even has a gorg that with he drinks n- with Nakali Super Saiyan mode. Yeah, yeah. So as you know, four. So it, it's not alcohol because alcohol would put it to a T rating, but it's a it, it's a drink that gets him in a drunken state. They'll never say what the drink is because they can't. Yeah. Um, but so Jamie has a theme. You know, every every single character has a theme. You know, it plays when you're fighting with them, so on and so forth. Which again, I kind of like the stage thing. Each person can have their their own theme music or battleground music playing, whatever they want. And it's and and, and on their side, it's kind of like mods. Mods on PC, you only see on your side. So it's it's yeah. it's kind of like that. If you back taunt with Jamie at round start when he's fighting, he starts dancing and humming his his own theme song. That's fun. Like he, if you if you would. With each, because every time he takes a swig of his of his uh, of his gorg, um, he goes up of a drink level and he gets quote unquote more drunk. His taunts change 
like they become more and more ridiculous the more drunk he is. Uh, uh, so that's one thing. Um, his his the way his moves work are different, obviously, because you know he's in a different. It's kind of like an install, but the sometimes his hits will chain with the music in the background. Oh, that's nice. It's fun. So so it you know it'll 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 happen rarely because obviously syncing it up isn't isn't like it's not gonna be every time, but. Sometimes when you're fighting Jamie and you hear and you just hear doo, 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 and it's going with the music of his theme song, again, things that they didn't have to do, but just shows the love. If if you if you're playing as Kimberly against another Kimberly, and both of you land your level threes, which makes the music in the in the in the fight change, if both of you do that, it's a new song with lyrics that 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 starts playing. Nice. Like there's there's so much love in this game for not only fighting in general but also for the characters in them that it just shows you that they were able to they they had the freedom to say our players want this or this and we can just do it um, yeah but, but also the Japanese are very pride proud and I think mm-hmm. they learned their lesson from. Yep the mistake of Street Fighter V. They really, really fucked up. And even the way that I speak about Street Fighter V positively, a lot of people give me shit about it because they should get shamed for what they gave us with V. I still think V is fucking awesome, but it took them like over a year to do, to really put it out. Like, and I'm not just complaining because they put Honda in the final, like the second to last fucking uh, character patch, character pack. Like it took them a long time to give us an actual game, and even when you still look at it, dude, it's uh, a, a darkness falls or whatever. That story mode is trash. <laughs> so bad. That story mode is so really bad. bad. And you know, sure, I I really like all the arcade ladders, and they got Bangus to come and do all the art, and the art is incredible. But, you know, they're lucky that it's a really good core game. But then again, you have guys like me who are like, I love the game, I'll play it. But I still have, I still have a problem. Pick up and play with. I like to jump around the roster, and it's a little mm-hmm. bit harder with five to just yeah. zoom around the roster because you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta figure this gimmick out. Like <laughs> Ken, like it took me so long to like understand how to use Ken's little rush. But uh, the fact no, that yeah. the fact that with six, it looks like what I'm really loving is, is with everybody's move list, it's shown and looks like. They haven't taken anything away from anyone. They've just added more tools. So Ken has like two new special moves that are these cool kicks, mm-hmm. but they didn't take anything away from him. Hanta has a fucking run now. He has a sumo dash now, but they didn't take anything away from him. Sure, they changed Blanca up some, but they gave him all this new wacky shit. So I'm super stoked. Um, we're gonna. There was a. There's been a. There's been a. a, a a recent trend in fighting games in, in the past few years, uh, uh, and this is including Super Fighter V, Gear to Gear Strive. A lot of these games, the developers, because look, we we were talking about it, but the thing, the problem with fighting games is getting people to keep playing it after it comes out, and they believed that the the way to do that was to make the games more simple. Add in auto combos, add in ways for, for someone who's casual to just 
pick up and play and not have to worry about FADCing or RCs in, in, in Guilty Gear and, and be to play. And what that end up doing is it, it makes the characters boring because yeah. they, they all end up having the same string. Everyone does crouching medium punch to target combo to special. And then they do that for five That's minutes. KOF 15, dude, unfortunately. KOF, yeah. I mean, definitely for advanced players, there's more, but, and I don't know, I guess maybe I'll remove that kind of, because they give you the option if you want to basically do like that kind of like hit confirm a jab into some sort of target combo into a special into a super but then there are people who are doing wild shit like i thought like oh this is all kof is now it's just fucking hit confirm into target into special but no then there's people out there doing shit i can't do like you know so but yeah i know what you mean how they're they are kind of making it to where everyone kind of plays similar that's the problem i have with dragon ball i think drag like they did it with sure. the old school Dragon Ball games and even Dragon Ball Fighters. I just feel like even though it's the best looking fighting, one of the best looking fighting games out there, period. Agreed. I feel like everyone feels kind of the same. One does have the the BNB, uh, the BNB air combo that ends in a special. Everyone kind of yeah. does have that. But but, you know, most characters have like a thing that 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 helps them get get over that. Um, yeah. So. Super so Six, they're not, they're shying away from making the game more simple as far as that round, but they're still making it accessible to everybody. Look, if you go to the command list, to the command list for every character, it even tells you when you should use a move. Oh, the the light version of this move is good to start combos. Oh, the the heavy oh, version. Uh, yeah, that's like if you go to if you if you go to the command list, it gives you tips. And again, this is just the beta. There was no combo trials. There wasn't no training. Like, like there was training mode, but there was no combo trials. So yeah. I'm sure, because even in DNF, they did a pretty good job of like giving you combo trials that give you yeah, the basics were, of each character. So yeah, DNF yeah. had a good a good tutorial mode. Yeah. So so I can't even imagine how tutorial mode is gonna be for this game. By the end of it, if you play the game for for five hours, you'll be able to do a perfect. Uh, sure, you can move uh, input by them because it, it just it's gonna help you so much to to earn the game and uh, and understand it. And and look, you we've been going back to to um, Street Fighter Five to kind of shit on Capcom a little bit. Honestly, we can go back ten years, man. We can go back to to Street Fighter Cross Tekken. That's that's yeah. when it began. That's when, a whole and, fucking mess, though, dude. That's a whole yeah, nother sure, conversation. Sure. And, and we can gladly put that one aside. That was but, greed, and that was just the characters on disc, and that whole unethical, the whole unethical decision to do that, just showed you like you got the wrong people in charge right now. Yeah, and then you got, and then we got uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which was that was that DOA. was Disney's fault. That game, sh I I agree as far as the roster goes. I don't agree as far as like the visuals of the game and just making it so unappealing just from because like look a fighting game has to look cool you, marvel you, infinite looks awesome sure chun was ugly before they matched <laughs> it but other than that marvel infinite but, looks amazing but that but but that but but that's enough that's enough to alienate people right there it it's small and nitpicky i agree and if you play the game that game had rollback that game played 
played well. So if you sat down and you played it, you yeah. would have fun. But yeah, Infinite's a good game. It just I the presentation the and the presentation just fucked it up. And also, Infinite does the same thing. They don't let you stream it. They don't let you stream the story mode. So if you try to like, I tried to play this. I was gonna replay it again to stream the story, and they block my screen. Look, um, a, a fighting game and and uh, and uh, Maximilian dude, who is my favorite uh, fighting game content creator out there. Yeah, he's, he's um, good. I like him. He 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 correctly deduced what are the core things that every fighting game needs to have for it to be successful and have longevity currently. Number one is it has to look cool. It it has to have characters that you're like, wow, that is sick. DNF Duel has that, where every character looks sick. The animation is out of this world, right? It, It has to have that. It has to have a robust roster of of characters that are all that are a lot of different and this Street Fighter 6 yeah we only got like Jamie being the funky one from the from from, from the roster leaks that that's it we're gonna get some funky characters and that's great oh, for sure yeah um so so it has to have it has to look cool it 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 has to have a, a robust roster that people care about playing NPCI didn't have that um and it has to have a, a a functioning online rollback. And no one, we, we will not accept delay based anymore. Rollback or death. And it has to have enough content for casual players to go on there and say, I just want to play the story mode, mess around in arcade mode. Like do the like the Mortal Kombat ladders, right? People live yeah. for that stuff, right? Yeah, dude, those are a lot of fun. And so so if if you have those key elements and you can at least nail them to a to an acceptable level your fighting game will will have longevity and the and the problem with capcom was they kept saying to themselves we are capcom this is street fighter people are just gonna play the game people people are just like you know you guys are probably very aware of how japanese developers you know think about their games i mean how long did 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 sakurai to accept smash as like a competitive game what 10 years he released yeah. brawl as a screw you to the melee community literally they made a game that was like oh you want competitive no i'm gonna add tripping into the game that you can't turn off so japanese developers are very stubborn but it it it, it feels like the the big wigs at capcom finally allowed the developers that love fighting games to not only pour love into this game but also yeah. give it I assume they give them a blank check because the amount of resources and time yeah, expensive. that that yeah. they had to put into this game to get all the things that are working to work, it is unfathomable. Like this game, and, and again, all we've seen is the point two build with six characters. Yeah. We're, we're 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 probably gonna have eighteen characters. Um, the league roster had um twenty two two, so four mm-hmm. DLC. Yeah. yeah. So, so well, I, I mean, I, there's still a hope for hidden, but the thing is, we would they'd be in the code, and yeah, because um, I'm trying and, to like I'm they, trying to reel us in here, uh, yeah, on this uh, before we uh end on the Street Fighter, definitely their DLC I would imagine because people have already broken the code, and I had to I don't want to look into it, so if you know a bunch, don't tell me because I don't want to know more, but mm-hmm. they've already. They've already data mined all of the voice lines out mm-hmm. from the game. 
So we well, are everybody's move lists. They did so, for so what they did is that and, and again and and look the fact that this beta was available on PC blew my mind. I think because they don't care anymore because the lines because now we know yeah. that the little girl is a direct T Hawk character with all of his moves. <laughs> exactly. We yep. know what Manon does. We know what JP does. We, but I didn't hear what Manon or JP do. I don't want to <laughs> know what they do because they right. look fucking awesome, and I do not yeah. want to know. I haven't even the Manon character. She looks so cool. I haven't even really looked at her art too much, like her mm. little portrait, because I'm like, yo, mm. that looks too dope. I don't want to look at that. Like, I want to wait till it comes out because she looks super awesome and jp well whatever we'll see who that is is it is it fucking g i don't know it's not it's, yeah like, it's, um, it's, it's, it's 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 part of the qg line of exactly of, of, dude of characters. So it's like the last you, thing that that are there i want to say about uh, especially that is and this is going to yeah, um sure. reinforce the part of capcom a doesn't care anymore as far as like getting shit leaked it's fine but also they want our players the players to, to to have the game is that most fighting game developers never do a beta on PC because of that, because yeah. you 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 go into the files and you're gonna data mine it and you, and you're gonna leak the roster like and it, it's gonna go on Twitter the next day and and if we know one thing about game developers they don't like it when their stuff gets leaked because it messes up months of marketing material and the people behind it don't get to show it when they want to show it sometimes yeah. it's 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 unfair but the fact that they we're like, hey, you guys are. And I think, I think Capcom leaked that that the initial roster. I think it was Capcom Maybe. that that actually put it out there because they want to generate as much hype for this game as possible. And I've never seen a fighting game have this much hype. SF5 didn't have this much hype because people were like, yeah, okay, fine. I mean, I like four better, but whatever. Street Fighter Six yeah. has the most hype of every fighting game, and somehow. Somehow, the game is going to deliver on that hype. It is this game is going to overpromise and overdeliver with all the features and things that it's gonna have. I'm really excited. If you have even uh, an inkling to play fighting games, like if you like, that's cool. Check it out because I think it's gonna be really hard for someone who even who doesn't want to play online to pick up the game and not enjoy it. For a long time because they are committed to making sure that this game has longevity and that people absolutely love it and i love it i can't wait fuck yeah man hell yeah dude thanks for coming on and talking about fighting games i never talk about fighting games <laughs> to anybody. what do you um what do you play on you're on pc console I'm on I'm on both. Uh, I it depends on the game. So on DNF I was on PC for for Street Fighter Six. I will be on uh, PlayStation uh, primarily because most of our friends play on PlayStation, so it's just easier. Though there is crossplay, you know, the, it's just yeah. easier. So so I'm probably gonna get it on uh, PlayStation. So uh, at this point uh, in in fighting game communities, uh, PC and, and 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 console are more split. And what do you play some, PS, What do you play Street Fighter Five on? Uh, I play it on uh, PS4, uh, four okay. or five, yeah, 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 so, yeah. Petition, yeah. So, so send me a friend request. I'm Jester nine five four. Will do. One of these days this week, we'll, if you're down, we'll jump on stream and we'll we'll get some matches. We'll see how your uh, 
how our, our play styles differ. We'll see if I can Ochio you. I'll see if I can get you some hundred hand slaps in here and see All right. if matches in there. This is good. I'll go back and practice my Zeko a little bit because I haven't played that guy no, in a year. No, you don't have to practice. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, all right. No, <laughs> during, he's like about that, to if, go into Rocky training. <laughs> if I drop a combo on stream, I'm going to end my life. So, so uh, I need to – no, no, no. But, but, um, but, yeah, man, yeah, I've always done – Look, I don't have a lot either a lot of friends that like are really into fighting games either. Um, I have a few, but you know, uh, anyone out there, uh, I'll be on I guess your stream if you like my vibe and, and you want to play fighting games. Um, I'm on Discord. I'm on all these things. I'm trying to find people to play all the time. All fighting games. I'll go back to to KOF 13. I'll go back to NBC NBC Origins that I have on the PS3. I don't care, Mike. Yeah, uh, something we'll that definitely... we that you. That, that you and I can do uh, is uh, I like running gauntlets where we play like five fighting games in like one sitting and like do like a best out of five or whatever. Like that's yeah. fun to me. So, but yeah. yeah, same here. I like playing. I don't mind losing. I just enjoy playing. So uh, <laughs> we can definitely jump on and no, we'll jump on the stream and then you and me can just talk fighting games for fucking hours, dude. Cause I, yes, sir. I own them all, play them all. I fucking love them. And yeah, man, thanks a lot for coming on to the nerds. No problem. Um, Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm sorry if if, if, I, if I were too long winded, but it's just. Nah, I'm, dude, I'm, we literally we had you on here to yeah, talk no. fight games, man. That's literally why we had you on. Uh, yeah. Right, James and right. I were well, silent, and I was definitely reading Reddit because I couldn't care less about <laughs> fighting games, but I wanted someone on here for you know, listen. That's a huge community. It's just we not well represented here because we just have Jesse, you know, and he. He could he could do that same length of time talking to himself, but it's nicer to have him talking to someone else. So we're glad to have <laughs> yeah. had you here. And when the oh, game yeah, comes me, out, a lot of things that I I'm like I want to bring up, and I'm like, nah, I gotta abide for time. And you and me can talk about that on stream at some point. Well, mm-hmm. and yep. when the game drops and when Tekken Eight drops, you guys should record. Like, I'll, obviously, we'll we'll come into our weeks <laughs> and stuff, but then you guys can go nuts, and I'll just go play PlayStation. I, like we, yeah, we, we, we need to cover our, it. Our, with, our, our mini mini. You want to do like a like a like a nerds verse where we have like yeah. a, I, I got a podcast. Like, oh, if you like fighting games and 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 you're interested in in your fighter six, because I again and and if you want to learn, I love coaching people. I love teaching people how to how to play games and and I know the metas. Like I'm just you. And, and am, Jesse so. and Seth should just play, you know, fighting games. You should play against Seth sometime because he's uh, he's good at that. Yeah, Seth too. is is Seth is very good at video. Jesse's games. just like <laughs> he's good, but he's also just here to have a good time. So it's not as much like technical yeah, focus. It's I like I want to beat people up. <laughs> I have the problem where like even if I'm winning in a match in Street Fighter and I have my super, like I want to use my super. <laughs> to use it but when you watch any like competitive play no one uses their super unless you're tagging it on the end of a combo because it's too dangerous hey like, raw, raw like... level threes raw level threes can can really look, look there's a there's a, a, a it's a funny thing because like in in the the ladder of learning a fighting game you start off with like button mashing as the guy screw it i'm just gonna do this move and then you get a little better it's like all right i'm only gonna do that move at the end of a combo string whatever and then when you get to the really hardcore, you're like, you go back to screw it. Because, like, no one expects that. It's like, there's no way he's going to throw me four times in a row. You bitch your ass, I will. Yeah, <laughs> because my, cause... my signature, my Honda signatures used to be full screen headbutts. Because I will do a headbutt from full screen and catch you just whiffing for no reason. And also, I will tell people and still do it. Triple Ochio. If I Ochio you once, I'm going for two more. And the third <laughs> one's an EX. Just to see 
can I OGO you on wake up? Like no one, no one expects it. But 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 no one expects and, it. And again, that's why I love fighting games, and why I love playing them with people is because it's it's mind games. Like there yeah. there is execution, and that's probably like half of it. The other half is conditioning your opponent, figuring out what they like to do, countering it. And once you've downloaded somebody, and, and I have people in the beta who I downloaded and they just left scooped, uh, has a courage quiz because I, I oh. I figured out what you want to do. I'm going to counter that. And that isn't fun for them. But to me, it's fun to like, I figured you out. I yeah. figured you out. And it's yeah, fun that's pretty much uh, my whole way of playing was basically reads and mind games. Like, meaties, reads, mind games. Like, because I'm not going to, I don't get combos. But anyways, we're going right. back into it. We already did yeah. it. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's yeah, go ahead. Very long enough. Yeah, we're going to move on to the reviews next. But it was awesome having you. Is there any uh, links or any how people can get in touch with you. Do you want to give people your gamer tag shit or do, would you rather just do that more privately in the community? Sure. Are you no, in I our mean, discord? Uh, no, but I can be, I, I have yeah, it pulled up right now. If you, if you tell me what the, uh, I think it's yeah, like a link, link. Yeah. Uh, uh, through the, the Facebook yeah, we'll and I'll, I'll, I'll add it. Um, so if, so my, um, my, so I am a Nova force Z is my, my, uh, PSN ID. Um, feel free to add me if you want to play, play fighting games or if you want to play Destiny. I have over 5,000 hours into Destiny. Don't ask me why. I'm, I hate myself, but it's what I do. So you um, said I, Nova, Nova Force, N-O-V-A, yeah, O-R-C-E, yeah. and then the letter Z? Yeah, Nova Force Z. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's actually a reference to Digimon because um, in, in one of the seasons of Digimon, um, if you guys know about War Greymon, his 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 move is Terra Force, but in in one episode of the dub, they messed up and they said Force instead, <laughs> and and it's like it's he's fighting Metal Seedramon, and he and like as like uh, the champion version of Agumon says Nova Blast, War Greymon says Terra Force. So one day the the dubbers made a mistake and they called it and he said Nova Force, and I'm like oh. that's hilarious, and also I love the character in Marvel, but Mostly because of the Digimon thing. And then the Z, because I had to have something to differentiate because um, someone already had it, so I just put Z at the end. Um, so, so yeah, and, and then uh, you, you find me on, on Twitter, uh, frugal underscore Phil. Uh, so you can follow me on there. I, I tweet about fighting games. I tweet about games. I'll post like, clips of me doing shit. Um, so I, I love connecting with people. So if you're interested in, in playing or just talking about fighting games, talking about Destiny or play a little Hearthstone too. I'm, I'm very diverse. It's, it's put it that way. <laughs> um, uh, I am. I'm really happy to make new friends, and then I'll join your Discord, and then we can we can go from there. So I look forward to to uh, playing with you, Jesse. I look forward to it. Awesome, dude. Look forward to it. Thank you for being a nerd, and thank you for coming on the show. Thanks dude. for being a nerd. You come from way back, way back in the nerd porn days, and uh, yeah, it's yes. good having you. I'm glad. That you got to be here for this, and yeah, we'll we'll have you on to talk fighting games in the future because Jesse needs that part of his life fulfilled. I'm gonna pause real shout quick. Out to, so good. Shout, shout out to Isaac. Have yeah. Shout out. Shout out to <laughs> one of my closest and oldest friends, Isaac. Love him. Love love everything about that guy. All right, I'm gonna pause real quick. Uh, we will see you later, my friend. James, do you want to say bye? I noticed. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, talk over you again. Uh, thanks for being on and talking fighting games with Jesse, because uh, like Aaron said, we uh, we fall short on that end. But hey, I did stay and watch the shit with you, Jesse. So <laughs> yeah, I committed. James man. watched Evo with me. He watched the whole thing. Like real late too. <laughs> yeah, it was up late. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you guys. And um, I'll, I'm you sending know, you the link here. Uh, I see, yeah, yeah, we'll, I so I'll it. see you in the Discord. Perfect. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm always happy to, to join and talk about video games and, and Marvel and Game of Thrones. I'm very nerdy. So yeah. thanks, guys. Appreciate right. it. Okay, see you later, no buddy. Later. Right, later. Bye. We are back. <laughs> hey, we're back. I always fuck so, up. When you pause, okay. when you pause, I always hit record again and it doesn't go. And then I'm like, what did I do? But it's, you just have to unpause. Yeah. So that was fun. We talked about some fighting games. Um, yeah. So look for that and tr- look for the stream. I'm gonna play with some Street Fighter with him probably the next coming couple days. Get my fucking ass kicked. Get my rank d- demoted. <laughs> and let no, me you say, don't lose rank for- if there's players. like a a genre or something that we don't cover or only one or two of us, you know, one of us likes, and you feel like you could bring that level of knowledge and that much passion, you know, hit us up. We're always looking Hell for yeah. people to talk yeah, we're to. Always for guests. And I'm always looking for times I can hit record and then just read read it for a super long time like i said that and i'm not even upset about it i was just reading about video games and stuff on there like i found a new video game there's a um spiritual successor to uh um breath of fire coming out it's called tears of magic looks awesome it's on steam yeah uh, it's coming to steam it looks great so fuck yeah um uh but let's go ahead and work into some, you want to get into the news? Get, yeah. Crank the news out before we do oh, our just reviews? So, yeah. Just so everyone knows, the only reason he's not doing the reviews is he just didn't watch the video. He didn't watch the reviews. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I didn't want anybody to think we're like cutting him out because of any kind of reason. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it beforehand. And the, we had, when he got the beta, we were, you know, he commented on our post about, uh, Jesse's post about hoping to get in that he got it. And so he offered to come on to talk about it. And we didn't really tell him what the plan was in terms of the episode. Uh, Cause we didn't really know none. We didn't know we were all going to watch werewolf by night and Hellraiser, but uh, we did. So we'll get into those. If you're still here, uh, you know, the drill. So we're going to do the news. We'll knock it out. There's, you know, only a couple of stories um, worth talking about. Um, yeah. First one, it says PlayStation stars is out. Did you try it? Yeah. So uh, just a real quick PlayStation stars, dude, it's not a big deal. Um, it's just an extension of the PlayStation app. Basically, they give you little things that you can do. Like uh, one is they gave like a like they did like a history of the Hadoken, and then it's like a list of five fighting games. And it's like log into one of the fighting games, play online at least once, and boom, you hit their criteria, and they give you like a little collectible statue, whatever. And then also like you can get points by like if you purchased like certain games. It's not a big deal. It's fucking free. It's it's basically like continue doing what you were doing before anyways, and you'll amass <laughs> some free points. And maybe in the future you'll look and be like, oh, look, I can I can buy a, a game or a DLC or something or look at my cool little collectibles. So it's not really – I think people, the people that are complaining about it are expecting too much out of this thing that you opt into for free that right. you kind of do in the background. It's not like an extension of PlayStation Plus or anything. It's just, it's a, a loyalty system. So it's just something right. that's built into, like, into something you're already using. Like, people are like, look how much money it's going to cost to get a free game. It's like, it's not about, like, all this free shit. Like, you're already getting subscription services with hundreds of games for dollars a month. And... Uh, so I think expecting way too much out of PlayStation Stars in the first point was a mistake. I think it's eh, it's okay, it's whatever. Um, 
I was hoping it would be cooler and I would be more excited about it, but it's kind of just like an afterthought now. It's like, ah, whatever. Big whoop. We'll yeah. see what they do I with it. I tend to forget about the yeah. Xbox one and almost never use any points ever because yeah. I don't think to use it. And when you're already paying for like, you, you set up like ultimate to be, you know, just coming out automatic or whatever, like my game pass or gold or whatever the hell it's called. Like, I just don't think about it and I don't look <laughs> like you saying it was the first time I've thought about it in years. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it'll be something a lot of people won't even probably notice. Um, but I'm sure you'll be here to remind everybody to check out their points. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Just remind me. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, sick. Fuck yeah. Uh, all right. Sick. So there's a cyberpunk sequel in the works as well as five new Witcher games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do not no. Y'all quit. <laughs> no, that's a it's a big deal. This I is mean, awesome news. It's is pretty cool. Project Red dropped a big thing about to like their uh investors or whatever, like what their future stuff coming up is and we only got like code names for everything. But yes, along with they the like upcoming one Witcher game we knew about, there's actually a new Cyberpunk game. And there's going to be a um, trilogy of Witcher games. And then there's supposed to be another Witcher game that's not part of that trilogy, but in the universe. And then the other one's going to be like a multiplayer co-op with story modes, like single player stuff, but is open for co-op Witcher game coming. And then there's also another property that they haven't announced anything about. because Yeah, it's Hadar or something like that. Yeah. Like, they basically just announced that they have another IP they're also kind of working on. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is cool. Um, I mean, sure, they're telling us what they're basically letting us know what, what they're doing. I would imagine this is the next 10 to 15 years of what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, jeez. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of games. So, um, but we'll see. You know, and- they made a big mistake with Cyberpunk, so... Telling us shit like like this in advance. Yeah. Have they redeemed themselves with it though? Hell no. I don't know because I mean, the cyberpunk flub was a real bad one because yeah, sure, cyberpunk is good now, but like it's just what should have been before. Still not good because there's still (laughs) a bunch of bugs, and my friend just tried to play it and it deleted his save. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's sick. I've been playing it again, and I have not had those issues. And I mean, I updated. I made sure it was all up to date and everything. I had to reinstall it, in fact. So it's like fully the newest updates. And yeah, it uh, it had. I played for an hour, and I had audio bugs. I had T posing. I had my weapons disappear in my hands, and really? it's still it's still just a soulless game. Like it literally. I mean, and it, this could just be me. Shit. Uh, but I just don't care about whatever the fuck is going on. The story is like nonsense to me. Uh, I don't care about V. I don't care about anything going on. And the world is still just a bunch of the same people walking around <laughs> doing whatever in the city. <laughs> but I can my... see how you feel that way. Like you don't care about V. Like I, I guess I can see. I think it's it's you know I had fun with it, but it's it's definitely not like a great game but i i had fun i did have fun with it but i don't think they've redeemed their huge mistake so for them to be like three witcher games and and a cyberpunk uh add-on and a cyberpunk new game 
I think they're trying to ride the the good vibes they're getting from people from re- like recently everyone's really high on cyberpunk right now because of edge runners uh which once again you guys like anime i really recommend you guys try it it's very good it's one of well, the best I, just, yeah, I plan to watch it i don't I care about it. It was incredible i don't care about night city i i think that's the problem i think like this literally just shows me i don't care about that world it's yeah. boring as fuck it's just blade runner and I found Blade Runner 2049 to be one of the most boring films I've ever seen in my life. And the original <laughs> Blade Runner is also dog shit and people love it. And so, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm that Marcus guy. Marcus is sp- spinning in his grave, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just feel like, I don't know, especially with cyberpunk, I just feel like the, something is missing for me. Um, yeah, it is a little soulless. I feel you. But I, I still hyped. liked it. I'm gonna play it again too. I'm hyped for more Witcher for sure. Hopefully, you know. Right. Yeah. I think one key thing to keep in mind with the Witcher stuff is I I think the trilogy may actually be the game series. The other two, I don't believe. Like they actually their Gwent game on Steam has actually done really well, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's another like universe type game like that that comes out. Because that's still considered a Witcher game, even though it's just yeah. Gwent. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's that or something mobile-ish like that. Um, and then the other one that's the open world, I don't, I don't know. Or not the open world, the co-op or multiplayer one. I'm not sure where they're going with that. But I don't know. I'm excited for the trilogy personally. Cause yes, I agree. I want to see if we're going to get yeah. series story after um, or not. Uh, Cause I think Geralt's, they need to you know get away from time up already. Well, with the series going, if you if you like, I understand people are gonna want him more just because they've been watching the show now, maybe. But like the, the even if you just play Witcher three, you have enough there to get a Geralt full, and you'll play a Siri for a minute in that game, and it's freaking awesome, and you'll want her game. So <laughs> okay, cool. Um, okay, and then we got some Spawn updates for the new movie. Todd McFarlane made Microsoft Paint things over and over again and kept being like, new news! And then it was like, yeah, we got <laughs> we got writers. And Yeah, and so Spawn's still happening with Jamie Foxx. I, uh-huh. I don't know that it's going to be anything anyone cares about. Like, Spawn, the original movie... The only reason I even liked it as a kid was the fucking soundtrack was dope as fuck. Like it had corn yeah. and nine inch nails and fucking Marilyn Manson on it. It had everything, you know? Um Yeah, we'll see. Like we'll see. I think that it's gonna be like cool and like well, I'll see it, you know, whatever, but I'm not sure if it's going to be like the superhero phenomenon movie that he's hoping it's it's like it's not gonna be a Marvel movie, dog. Like I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. I hope it's awesome. I really. I mean, do hope Spawn it's cool. is like pretty much the most edgelord shit in comics, and I say that yeah. as an edgelord kid <laughs> who loved it because it was edgelord. It's made for thirteen-year-old boys, and it's weird when I think about stuff like Spawn because he was a hot thirty-five years old. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, my brother in Christ, what are you doing? Like, you were in, you had, you owned a home probably, like. <laughs> You might have already been divorced, and you're writing the most edgy shit of all time. Like, is gangster shit. He he made a comic book, a superhero. He can do that. 
Also, he made I mean, a superhero yeah. I would have come up with in middle school. Is what I'm saying. Like it's <laughs> not. It's like the guy goes to hell and it's cool and he's got chains that he can control. <laughs> like, hell yeah, dude! And, and like he, I, I, I imagine Todd McFarlane is the guy that holds up the fucking de- devil horns in every photo. <laughs> That's like yeah. what I imagine, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I saw a guy, uh, the, this girl I went to high school with, <laughs> has a new husband, and they just keep putting up those shittiest pictures of them both doing that, and I'm like. God, I can't wait for you guys to get divorced. It's gonna be amazing because it's. <laughs> oh no, bad. they'll have like three kids first. Yeah. Uh, keeps, this movie keeps playing out like the um the uh Gambit movie with. Oh uh, yes, with Channing, Channing Mike. Tatum. Channing Channing yeah, Tatum. we keep like getting news that it's gonna happen, and I still I just expect it to play out the same way and kind of fizzle out and die. I honestly. Well, here it's never going to happen. I honestly had hopes for Channing Tatum Gambit because Gambit's a cool character and Channing Tatum's like a really charismatic guy. Like he's a bit of a like you, when you first see him, you're like, God, he's too handsome. He's never going to be any like he's going to be <laughs> uninteresting. And then you realize like he's actually pretty funny. He's a good comedic actor. He's like great at yeah. like self-deprecation, you know, and whatever. Not that that's something that you need as Gambit because Gambit's very smarmy and cocksure. But right. um, I think he could play a good Gambit. That's all. Cook. Cook. Um, Need for Speed Unbound is coming, and it looks like an anime game. It looks like fucking... Yeah. 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 Um, I'm stoked. It's... um. Okay, so I'm stoked, and uh, I love Need for Speed games. I do like them a lot. Catch me on stream. I'm going to be playing Need for Speed 2015. It's the one with the really bad live-action stuff. Um, so this new one looks kind of cell shaded and almost anime style. I am happy that it's got like the story stuff. I do like the corny, cheesy story shit. The only thing I'm a little bit bummed about is I'm in the minority here. Most people love the need for speed underground, but I'm not really into the whole like kind of like tuner ricer culture. So like I don't really I don't really think those kind of cars are cool like like tuners i guess is what you call them so i'm like like the fast and furious tokyo drift like i'm not into like that style of car shit i i kind of more like just straight up dope ass fast need for speed cars um so i'm a little bit worried that the story is going to be a little too like too hip edgy but i guess that's what it is you know it's it's hip edgy young like the game's got fucking aesop rocky in it that's a rapper right yes um like he's like in the game and like a big proponent which i'm sure that's fine i can't get mad because i don't know what and that is i'm sure it's cool and the kids will like it um (laughs) i think it looks all right i'm a little nervous that this is going to be a big need for speed game. And it's the last one. It's going to, it takes a while. We like, hopefully this starts a new chain of need for speed games and we get one every year, year or two or two or three. Um, because the really great thing about this is it is by criterion. Criterion is the company that made hot pursuit Two. They also made the burnout series. So they went ahead and acquired them back to make this game. Um, trying to think of the name of the company who made, uh, who made the, other recent ones which i liked but did have a weird lacking thing in it so um 
but it's cool. It's it's got a good company making it with really great games on their belt, and it does look cool and edgy. And we have a lot of realism Need for Speed games to play. Like I just booted up Need for Speed 2015 before this, and it's that game still looks freaking awesome. So that's the good thing about car games is they look good for a long time. So um, we'll see. I'm cool with the anime style and the cell shading. My problem is, is while you're playing, it looks like that too. And I like the, I like the realism, but um, either way, I, I will be there day one deluxe edition. Let's go. <laughs> and also they just br- showed us like a week ago, this unbound shit and it comes out December 2nd. So no more of this, please more of announcing a game. And it's just a few months away. None of Damn. this. We're gonna make three sequels in Cyberpunk. That's cool. I'm happy that Seed Project is telling us that. Hopefully, they stick to it and do it good. But yeah. I do like the fact that they just told us this, and they're like, "By the way, it'll be out in December." Yeah, I my fear with CD Project Red is like that's a lot for them. They're really a one game at a time company, but I doubt they're just saying like they're making these games. It's not. Oh, like... they also have a new. They've got like a studio in the U.S. now, mm. and yeah, they were talking say, about gonna... how they're like, we can finally start dipping into the United States pool of uh, game developers. So basically, they're they're over here. They have a studio here now, and they're looking out for more help. So they're gonna have more teams working on all, all the shit at the same time. It's not just gonna be the same people who are working on Cyberpunk because a lot of those people are fired. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so they are expanding their reach, which is good. Um, okay, so Sony is, Sony has said PS5 exclusives will take at least a year before launching on PC, so stop calling them exclusives, that's the... (laughs) Well, they mean that, yeah, their first party, their big first party titles that are usually trapped on the PlayStation, looks like what they're aiming to do now is, for at least most of them, they're not saying all of them, it looks like they'll, you can expect the first year them to be locked as a console exclusive, but they'll start kind of sharing their games more. They've yeah. given Horizon out. They've given God of War out. So, hey, dipshits, where's Bloodborne? Yeah, please. <laughs> I, I think they have to be doing... They, they From has to have some huge plan for Bloodborne because they haven't done a patch to bring it up to snuff. They haven't, they're not remaking it. They're not remastering it. They have to have some big thing planned for Bloodborne, dude. I don't I do not understand how Bloodborne is still vanilla Bloodborne. Makes no sense. I don't know, man. Um all right. And then uh, and the then last we... one is oh yeah, yeah. Wild Hearts. Oh yeah, go ahead. I was just saying then you uh, we got a trailer for Wild Hearts, which is like a new monster hunter like a yeah. monster hunting game, um co op monster hunter style game, but with um you know I, I like more toned down um designs for the monsters it's it's not it's not as like i don't know i was calling it I mean, anime. It's a giant boar no no what yeah, i mean is the armor like, and shit yeah it's yeah. not like pokemon looking shit <laughs> yeah so like basically monster hunter is huge and people really want it but monster hunter i believe is exclusive to playstation so no i think it's on pc hunter, i don't is yeah, it, oh, and there's Switch, there's Switch Monster there's, Hunter games. Well, yeah. yeah, there's definitely Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch for sure. Okay, PC. Monster Hunter Rise is on PC, and so is Monster Hunter World. So the the okay. previous ones were all definitely Nintendo, uh, Nintendo well, and then there were some Monster Sony. Monster Hunter One is a PlayStation Two game. Yeah, and then they sw- jumped to the Wii for Monster Hunter 
two and try or two might yeah. have been mobile. I forgot. Try Wii. was on uh, DS, Wii. 3DS, or whatever, and we. Yeah, I know that, and I know for a while before Monster Hunter World, Monster Hunter was a real big mobile thing. Anyways, fuck Monster Hunter. Um, this Wild Hearts game is basically a, it's fucking Monster Hunter, but a yeah. little more realistic, <laughs> even though it's still fantasy as fuck. But um, I just put it on there because I I was like, oh cool, that looks fine, like a little Monster Hunter thing. But apparently it's like getting all this crazy attention. People are super excited, and it looks like it's gonna be, you know, it looks like it's gonna have a decent launch. We'll see. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not going to be there day one. I just don't play <laughs> games online. You know, this looks cool, but I just don't play online with people. So we'll see what that's like. And um, the last bit of news is just be careful, man, because apparently the, the big the the big spoiler for Gotham Knights is out, and people oh, are shit. so be careful. I don't <laughs> know what it is. I don't want to see it. Um, but I'm telling you, dog, I bet you it's, I bet you it's Batman's in the game. I'm telling you, I think that I see, I read another article that said this has nothing to do with those games. Well, here's what it is. It's the art book, the official develop, like an art book for the game fucking leaked before the game came out. And it's like, Hey, assholes, you can't leak like a cool art book for this game before it comes out. Cause you have all the boss designs so like that's what that's how this leaked out is um developmental art came out and like whoever's putting out an art book for this game like leaked it already i think it's batman's in the game i don't know maybe maybe it's joker i watched some gameplay and it's actually pretty good looking in terms of graphics um, but everybody's just teleporting everywhere. And, and when <laughs> yeah. Robin moves, when he dodges, it's all like 540 spins over. I'm like, why yeah. Why wouldn't he just like, you know, just like dodge to the side? Like, why is yeah. he doing like every time? Like, Speak, speaking of Robin a little bit, they did drop a little bit of teasers and stuff for Titan season four coming out. Soon, yeah. So. And um, I'm excited for that. Doom Patrol season four as well, or five or whatever. Another new season of that. Uh, it might be three or four on that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it started after it was like after season two of Titans. So. Yeah, they just they just dropped uh, trailers for both. Uh, I never watched nice. Titans, um, because I just don't fuck with after the Arrowverse stuff. Like after I started Arrow, <laughs> I just was like, I can't anymore. It's too it's too crazy for me. Yeah. yeah. You, um, you never did Flash? No. I had a friend who swore by Flash. He said it was one of the best superhero shows ever. I've heard but, it's very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard it's pretty good. Um, but yeah. And then uh oh yeah, you got that. Okay. So then let's and talk. That's it. Let's let's what? do Werewolf by Night. I think that one will be a quicker one. <laughs> yeah. Um Let's go around the horn and and rate it. Well, so this was a special event, or is a Disney Plus special event at Marvel. I don't even Marvel presents. It's a one yeah. hour singular thing that exists like in a in its own bubble. I don't think um, it necessarily needs to be connected to anything else, and I hope they don't. Honestly, if they did more of it, right? If they just did a couple every year, they did like a new Halloween special with these characters. Oh, for sure. Every every Halloween, give us a new monster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I Gail was it Gail Bernal Garcia? Um he's amazing. The guy yeah, he was a very he was very good. 
Yeah, you know what he was from way back in the day. He was in uh, that Michelle Gondry film, um, the one where he's like making all the shit out of paper mache. Um, oh my god! Oh, I'll find it. But um, yeah, so this is just like it's a cool little like classic horror movie, which is very interesting. I did not expect it to be what it is, but um, let's let's go ahead and rate it. Um, I'm gonna go last. Cause I'm typing. Uh, I'm out of a ten. I would give it. You know, oh God, here we go with the thing. For what it is, I'll give it an eight. Um, <laughs> that's what I basically fucking rate everything. I would say it's like a seven and a half. The film is called The Science of Sleep, by the way, which I watched on a date a long time ago, and I didn't really understand it, but uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Michelle Gondry's okay. work is all like that. Sorry. Um, I didn't think it was bad. I'll say like a seven, seven and a half. I James? thought it was good. James, your thoughts? Jim? Uh, so I really enjoyed how they really stuck to the um, old school, like you know, black and white movie, like the horror movie style, like that. And then I kind of liked the little uh, Wizard of Oz, like turning to color thing at the end. Um, yeah, I that was really the characters cool. Real cool. I like the designs pretty well. Um, so I actually am at like an eight point five. Yeah, I yeah. really loved this. I'm gonna give it a, I think an eight and a half. I want to say nine, but I think an eight and a half. I think it it could have been slightly longer. I think you know we are all praising it for being an hour, but could have been an hour twenty. And I would, uh, or maybe even an hour ten, just to get a little bit more world building. Um, I think it would th- need to go more because it's, I, I, it's really, it's really good because it's like in one location, it's one event, it's the hunt, and like, I mean, how much more could they have shown us? I mean, I guess there were some characters we don't even know shit about, like the spooky lady, but I don't right. really need to know about her. I personally think this is a hundred percent going to attach to stuff because we do have the like Man monster thing. verse coming. We have oh like, yeah the blade stuff coming. Blade that needs to start forming the Dude, black knight. Uh, I was like, blade should have been in this name? movie or should have been in this event. Like, but I'm glad he didn't like. So we're gonna run into spoilers now. If you haven't seen it, just go watch it. It's great. Uh, so yeah, it's spoilers. really good. But I'm obviously glad Blade wasn't in it at this point because everyone's dead, you know, basically. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like, Blade should be in this movie. There's no reason he's not there. I mean, I don't think Blade's that old. It's not. It's modern. I don't think this takes. I think it looks it, but it does definitely does not take place like in the 50s or anything. No, yeah, it's it's just. Yeah, it's 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 in current times. It's just they, they did in black and white, and it's in like a gothic castle. I think. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think know. it's just an Maybe. estate, like an old estate, yeah, you know, family estate. Um, I love that the guy, the way he talks course. to the monster at the end and like getting food and stuff, I think is what made me think it's modern day. And then the clothes, once it became color, actually look like modern day clothes more than okay, could be. Well, I'll say this: Kelsey and I watched it, and she loved it so much she immediately had to go read some <laughs> Man Thing comics. She loved Man Thing. <laughs> And then she found out that he's from the Everglades, and he's basically made of the Everglades. Uh, Sick. Yeah, and so she was like, that's awesome. And, yeah, she went and got a comic or a, um, a trade from Tate's, which it took us a long time to find because it was out of alphabetical order. And 
Um, their trade section is nice, but it's usually in pretty good order. But you know, it it was like after some M. No, it was like yeah, it was just weird. It was all over the place. But uh, we she found it and and got one, which was nice. Oh, I figured they would have just have it immediately, like in its own display, since it's attached to like a current. I'm sure thing. they'll push it up now. Yeah. Once if the show gets watched and takes, you know. It just came out on Friday, and we were there on Saturday. You know what I mean? So I think it. it oh, okay. You know, they didn't know he was going to be as popular as he is, because he was great. He looked amazing. He was practical in most of the shots, too. I mean, you know, when he was expressing and emoting th- certain things, I'm sure they put some CG over. But there was a practical puppet. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. It was all CG. Oh, I thought it was CG for sure. Too. No, there's a set photo. It's like an eight-foot-tall thing. It's pretty cool. Fuck, that's yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I mean, I don't know how much to say. I thought it was fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I agree. I thought everybody did a good job. It was like campy enough and spooky enough. You know, it's a good Halloween thing. It's very bloody, which was cool. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, like, there's fuck like, yeah. and I think they benefited from it being in black and white. They could get away with the blood because it's not red. That's yeah. like the whole thing, you know? Um, yeah. I, I think I read something about like the director or whatever being like getting asked why it was so gory and he's like because they told me or they never said i couldn't make it gory so yeah <laughs> i did yeah like they didn't stop me so i left it that way you know which i think is a good sign for deadpool hopefully because we need to start seeing some of this stuff you know yeah coming. like they need to start easing everybody into like a little more aggressive stuff so i <clears throat> I really enjoyed the the fact that the transformation was done off screen and we saw just like a cool animated, very like cartoonish shadow. I liked that. It reminded me of like a comic book. It's you know like the I mean? old movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good shot when she's like reeling back in horror in the cage and he's transforming and you see the shadow of her. That was a pretty good shot. I had to yeah. look. I was like, yeah, it's okay. That's pretty good. I'll give it to him. Um, it was good. I liked it. I mean... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think I liked it as much as y'all did. I just think, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I can give it, like, I feel like I keep giving everything like an eight. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, anything that I enjoy is obviously better than a six and better than a seven. But, I mean, I don't know. Will I ever watch it again? No. I'll never watch it again. So. Yeah. I mean, I really liked it. I I gave... You know, and I say this all the time. I gave Hereditary a ten out of ten, and I probably will never watch it again. I mean, I might in years to come. But... <laughs> yeah, I need to see the Flower Girl movie, Midsommar. Oh man, yeah. Oh my I've gosh, I will never go to Sweden after watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an Sick. interesting, uh, it's an interesting movie. I I love that too in a different way. It's definitely less scary. Um, overtly, oh, right. it's just like. Yeah. And shocky. And yeah, it's horrifying in its own way. It's just less overtly like uh, you know, spooky, scary. It's like this is just wild stuff, you know. Yeah. Right. Um and then speaking of spooky scary, we watched Hellraiser, the 2022 sequel slash reimagining slash whatever. Um, yeah. On Hulu. I believe there was a small theatrical run of this, or you know, I don't oh, know. Really? If, yeah, I don't know if they're going to. Um, but I, I, I saw something about potentially it running in theaters, and I would love to have seen it in theaters. 
Um, I thought it looked. I thought it was really. Um, I thought it looked good visually. I liked the yeah, color grading. The, yeah. Like I thought that it was a. It was sharp and clear and good looking. And um, God, I liked the girl was really great. I thought she was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You really liked the main character. Yeah, I actually. I like the main girl. She's like a very unlikable character, but that kind of fits into the Hellraiser universe. That's kind of like everyone's a bit unlikable. I mean, Kirsty Cotton or whatever was, you know, kind of pure of heart and whatever, and she just had a rough life. But like everyone around her is kind of shitty. And this girl's a drug addict, a recovering drug addict. So yeah, um, it was interesting to watch someone deal with that. You know um inside of these horrific situations and um the final uh choice was definitely um, uh, uh, yeah lament uh what was definitely uh intense but let's let's uh rate it and then we can talk and get into spoilers um i will give it I'll give it an a seven and a half. I mean, look, man, seven and a half or eight because look, it was good, but there's great shit out there. I mean, you know what? I'll give it an eight. And if, and actually, for for like new movies on Hulu, for what it is, I'll give it like an eight and a quarter. I think I, I think it was really good. I think it could have been a lot worse than what it was, and I think it was pretty cool for what we got. I eight and a quarter. I will give it an a seven and a half out of ten. Okay. Nice. Jimmy, did um, you see it? Yeah. I thought the character was like the bat the what are they called? The robots the alien people. Xenobites. Yeah, I thought they looked awesome. Yeah. But overall for me the more the movie was pretty boring and I wasn't like blown away by any of the like uh, injury shit, maybe just being numb to it over so much craziness. So I'm at like a six because I thought it took okay. way too long to get going for me. Like yeah. I wanted to start seeing some chains and bodies ripping a lot sooner than I think. It looked took an hour to like really get into like. Yeah, it's, it definitely suffers from some of the Hellraiser curse, which is like you can't show the Cenobites enough uh, or too much, but it's never enough, you know, because like. Right. They don't really do much, and they didn't in the novel either. Like they're they're just agents of, you know, this this need for Leviathan. Well, they don't yeah. even mention Leviathan in the novel. Like I've I I thought that was new oh. to this movie. I didn't realize it was in the third one or whatever in the second the one. The second one. Yeah, in the novel they they are just demons basically from hell, and they exist on a plane that suffer. You know they they've they've like suffered enough that suffering feels good basically pleasure or pain is an exquisite pleasure or whatever and that's their whole thing is just sensation um yeah so yeah uh i mean i enjoyed it i thought it was a very good hellraiser movie um you know it's yeah. up there there there's a lot of really bad ones so um whatever. yeah <laughs> well also a thing with hellraiser is when i was younger before i really actually started got in saw the series and got into it I thought like, oh, it's a horror movie about these monsters that kill people, but it's not. So Hellraiser is like, the whole series is about like a person's struggle, or not even struggle, but a person's lust or wanting 
for for like more it's like desire so it's about like the want for like lust or sex or in this movie she lost her brother so it's all which was actually cool in this movie it's not like this primal sex thing it's like oh she just wants to resurrect her brother because she realized her brother died that's why she's going through with it um and like you saw the main guy i mean we're in spoilers guys sorry uh the main guy was like you know he tried to go for like sensation sensational and um and he got the little nerve tweaky thing and then he gets power and he gets turned into a so like the weird thing about Hellraiser movies is they're not really like they're already kind of weird off like off kilter movies because they're they're kind of weird fetishistic movies. I think that this movie kind of lacked in that it it wasn't fetishy enough and I don't mean like show me fucking fetish shit. I mean like it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't enough of that like sure in the beginning of the movie there's like a, a a lazy ass shot of a group sex thing dur- during the the party in the house but like it was it was pretty tame it was mostly about the resurrection shit with the brother and they didn't really i thought that the delivery of like we have such sites to show you was super whack um i didn't oh, really I liked care it. for i didn't i didn't care for the delivery in this one cuz it, it compared to the original and like um well so let's I, just say outright the big like thing for this leading up to it was jamie clayton replacing doug bradley as uh the preacher um so a female presenting the hell priest, yeah. a female presenting uh pinhead which um, is that's what was in the book well no so in the book and in in most of the fiction it's all about androgyny. None of them have genitals. You know what I mean? And which is, yeah. it's interesting because Jamie Clayton is a trans uh, actress. You know what I mean? Is a, a trans mm-hmm. woman. So it almost like plays in a, in a layer in that way, like not to uh, otherize, you know, that kind of situation, but it, it kind of plays into that androgyny, right? Like the, it, it's, it's interesting in that way. Um, and I thought she did a great job. I mean, Pinhead is not very emotive like you know it's, it's a creature of just like hello we have such sights to show you you know like it's very just yeah. like but it was cool like i really enjoyed the part with the uh other pin chick doing like stuffing that girl's voice box with pins and making her voice <laughs> make music like i thought that was really uh interesting wait what yeah. there was a part where the pinhead chick no, no, not Pinhead. It was the other forehead. girl. It was the one with the halo around her head. She got their roommate friend, the brown-haired girl, when they like cha- mm-hmm. they got yeah, her. She had like diamond-headed looking pins in her. Yes. face. she pulled like they're like blue, shiny looking. Was I not paying attention? I thought that so. There was more than one Pinhead. No, no, no. So they all had like she different had pins, pins and sticking things. Like she just had pins yeah, next she, to her and she eyes. Put the pin through the the Asian girl's throat. Yes, but she was making that girl's throat like sing and be an instrument almost yeah that's what i was saying i thought that was really cool um Mm -hmm. yeah i must have just not really caught that i gotta i gotta watch that part again uh because i just i just thinking back i was thought it was just the pinhead the the hell hell priest um yeah i mean i thought it was good i think it did a really good job of kind of telling the story of hellraiser or like at least telling the idea of the the pandora's box and like giving a like the movie's got a, com- a concise flow and idea 
And with a lot of the other ones, you you just don't know what's going on. Yeah. This so was very this, direct. This was, yeah, it was very direct. You knew what it was. Okay, there's this, there's a weird puzzle box. Okay, obviously it's got some weird thing. The girl gets it. It's very easy to follow. And a lot in, of the other ones, you like, in you the other ones, it, are there different configurations of the, of Le Marchand's box or however you say I, it? I don't know. I don't know. I think that's new. Yeah. And they definitely didn't. They definitely did not um, stab you or anything like that. That I thought was pretty cool. Like it's to mark uh, someone as a. um, Yeah. So like, I think that was one of the things that bugged me too, is like that most of those incidents with the boxes were like accidents. Yeah. (laughs) Or like. I don't know. It felt like three out of the five or something were like accidental, like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. And then somebody else accidentally gets stabbed and the progression continues. Well, and, you know, the most horrific thing for me was that ending was like her having to say, I don't want your gift because I know that it's a trap. Like it, there's no bringing my brother back. But right. like she also now knows that hell exists or, you know, some form of after like life exists and he's just going to suffer for eternity yeah which is wild like yeah that's true she's got to realize that her brother is fucked and that that moment where uh you know the the preacher says uh uh we you have chosen the lament configuration and then they just disappear and basically said like yeah, you're going to fucking you think you're getting out of this, <laughs> but you're going to suffer either way. Like you will suffer yeah. with the knowledge of the people you've sacrificed and the pain you've caused. Pretty like, much like, yeah, sure. You are. You're not going to be like, yeah, you won't get turned into a monster and you won't suffer. But yeah, basically, the, you have to live with this like all these. And if anything, all of this for nothing. You you chose nothing. Look at this giant god coming from the sky, and you just everybody died for no reason just because you yeah. made a mistake. My blunder. Whoops. My penis. <laughs> but like, it's just it's it it does suck. But I mean, fuck you, dude. I don't want your fucking your wishmaster ass shit. I fucking hate. I always hated that wishmaster shit where it's like. Oh, I want a million dollars. And they're like, okay. And then they're like, kill your mom and you get a million dollar like life insurance policy. It's like, hey man, I didn't want to I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. the fuck, dude? It's like you um, want to be like, bitch, you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just yeah. wanted to win the lottery. And it's like, ugh. But like, um, yeah, man, that's kind of what. You know, but that's the whole thing with like the 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 desire for more and the desire for lust is like it's it's insidious, basically. Like you think you know what you want and it's gonna end up biting you in the ass. There is no free lunch. You know, I mean nothing is gonna work out the way you like it. So I don't know. And like the main guy, not the main guy, but the Voigt guy with his weird that was cool. He, actually. he wanted sensation, so they put that, yeah, that weird instrument <laughs> in his body that would just like twist his nerves. It was that pulling was his wild. fucking nerve endings, which was like making me so uncomfortable. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't let him die. And then at the end, they just they're just turning him. He, he gets 
uh, Leviathan, he gets the power configuration. So then he's basically being turned into a Cenobite. Um, yeah. Which was kind of wild the way he's ripping his flesh around. You got to see his penis. Yeah, it was cool to see Boy. how they were made. He had a nice fat flaccid uh, <laughs> dick, bro. My dog yeah. was, was packing heat. He I was had like, a, yeah, he had a pretty bit, like long, fat, flaccid dick. I'm, I'm what the kids call a grower. So uh, yeah. if you saw me laying on a table with my flaccid dick, you'd be like, oh, fly, flay that shit off immediately. Like, I can't, I can't. It's making me sad. I can't look at it anymore. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. I mean, I hope. I don't know, but I I kind of hope that we can get another movie. Yeah, because I would like to see it go further. But I I don't know because there's only certain amounts of things that happen. You know, like either you get the girl to come back and we do another one, and the movie sucks, or you get new people and it just doesn't match up and it sucks. Like yeah, can can they? Like, can lightning strike again? Because with this movie, it's really the cast. It's a small cast. I don't think the cast is particularly good. I like the main girl. Um, yeah, you you said she's the like most. I just like yeah. I just I like the seen. main girl. I think she. I think she's attractive. So but, like, I think it's that she looked distraught pretty convincingly i i love this uh writer director um a lot so this is um by david bruckner who i first saw in a film called the signal uh in 2007 and i was obsessed with this movie because it was like this little underground there's a movie called the signal with Lawrence fishburne this is not that movie this is like okay. a, a little <laughs> horror film that is in three parts, and each part was directed by a different writer-director in this group of friends, and they had won the means to do this at a 24-hour film festival. They made a horror movie and won that and like got some studio interest, and I had just been doing all the 24-hour film fest stuff at that time, so I was like really hype on it. Um, it's a great little movie if you ever get a chance to see it, um, but... I saw so he did that. Then he did uh, the ritual, which I also fucking loved on Netflix. I thought that was great. Yeah. Yep. I read that book. Great book as well. It has a weird second half, but it's it's still good. He just did the night house in 2020, which was like another big one that um, people have. I've not seen that yet, um, but it's supposed to be great. And now he's done this, and he's doing a segment of VHS 85, which comes out uh, next year. Okay. Um, I didn't know that the guy, the, the ritual guy, did this. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. man, and he's great. So he, um, yeah, he's done a lot of shit. Uh, well, you know, not a lot, but so back in the day, they, they, it was him, Jacob Gentry, and Dan Bush who did this signal. But he's kind of g the only one that's gone, um, like further with his career. Um, I don't know. Like they, the other two guys have done stuff with him, I believe, just not. They, they haven't reached the heights. So. If they let him continue forward, I think he could do a couple more of these and do a great job. You know what I mean? Like I think I think he's got it in him to um to continue the franchise forward a bit. But I would hope yeah. for maybe one or two more. You know, like maybe do a trilogy, round it out, and then just be done. Yeah, like yeah, I don't need another fucking seven movies, but I would like at least another one. 
notes because but I don't know because the thing is is it it feels like a nice closed movie. It does. There's not many locations. The house is a big set piece. The girl, yeah. the way it looks. I think that if they go on to make another movie, like is it gonna fit? Is it gonna look right? Is it gonna like they can they they might fuck it up? I don't know, man. Like, but like, I guess that's with any movie. Like, you can trust when you watch a fucking Marvel movie and the sequel comes out, they still have that <laughs> same vibe, that same right. feel. Like, I liked the oh, God, that's so pretentious. I liked the temperature of this movie, kind of. Some stuff I didn't care for. I didn't care for the guy, the boyfriend. I never bought him as a, as his yeah. character. I didn't. I didn't yeah. really. I think they should have. The the casting was a little off. Um, I'm still trying to think what I liked about the well, girl. He was, she just looked upset. But he was kind of like paid to do the job thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you are right, and that's why like that does make a little more sense. Maybe if I go back and look, which that did catch me off guard. I didn't really. I I, I as soon as I saw the hand. And I saw them talk. I, I realized it, but I didn't really call it. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how I feel. I think I'm much. with you, actually. I mean, I like David Bruckner. I hope he gets to continue making horror movies. He's a great horror director and writer. But this is a perfect little Hellraiser story. It doesn't need yeah. to be serialized or whatever. Like I could see more movies in this universe, right? Other people in, in encountering the yeah. Cenobites and all that stuff. Like, yeah, because it kind of leaves you. With a little bit of despair in the the idea that, like, she has to live like this now. Like, if the sequel's like, and now we pick up with Riley, and, like, it's just, like, I don't know, man. It kind of, then there's room to fuck it up. Like, it's kind right. of good right now, and we don't need a happy ending. We don't need her to get closure it ending with her driving off and kind of being like in this, like, Oh, she's going to suffer for for the rest of her life. That's kind of the perfect way to end this. Um, I would just like to see her back in something like this because I really enjoyed her character. Yeah. She was a great actress. Uh, I, I just didn't, the yeah, character wasn't it. super likable for the beginning of it because she's an addict and we've all dealt with someone like that. You yeah. know, I mean, not all, not we've all, but a lot of people have, dealt with addicts in their lives and it is rough like right. they they wrote her well and and she did a great job so yeah. yeah i liked it yeah um i, I think yeah. we did it yeah i think we did it um james you had the lowest score but i can see your points like it is a little bit over long um it's low on it, is two it was hours. just the beginning felt too like the pacing i mean i listen i get like establishing her story or whatever but i think there was so much other little things going on like at the same time that like and her story's kind of like you know been done like we all know the attic shit like you said it doesn't take an hour to like dive into that for yeah. me yeah could have got into the actual like and it you know once it takes shit. off it does kind of get into <laughs> like the ring and the smile world where it's like gotta find out what happened you know um mm -hmm. Or how this started, but I I I like I like this more than Smile, but it's in a similar vein. I think it's a good uh, spooky time movie. Like it's a good October film. 
I'm glad yeah. they released right now. I watched but it on again, a rainy day. It, it was like nice and overcast. It was yeah. Oh, actually, I watched it over two sittings. I watched mm. half of it <laughs> the, the night before last, and then half of it last night. Um, but yeah, like with James Score, like if you're not into horror, it it's not. Like I said before, it's not like a oh, it's a monster movie where the monsters chase and kill people. It is a different kind of series, so it's definitely sure, it's a more, but it's it, still in the horror genre, and that's what they're going for is to make you kind of creeped out and terrified by the things happening in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that, like, like how, like when I brought up, like when I was younger, I thought, oh, these are just monster movies. They are weird, like. I hate to be so pretentious, like cerebral movies. They're, it's more about like the human condition and that kind of sure. shit and and stuff like that. So like, um, I could see how they sometimes don't really like add up to what we might see. I liked all the stuff with the the alien stuff. Like I thought those were all that stuff was done great. Like that didn't the bother angel, me. I didn't even angel. dislike the. The little, you know, the little puzzle box shit. Like, I like that, too. I like that it actually poked into them and everything. Like, made sense. That's the one that's got targeted, you know. That's, it was cool. I yeah. Liked it. It's just, yeah. for me, the pacing felt real slow to get to the point, And it just kind of, like, taking an hour to get into it, what we're going to be doing just was too long for, like, a horror genre movie for me. Yeah. For you. For sure. Um... I would suggest it personally. I think it's a good October mm. movie. And yeah, I mean, it does. You can fast forward a little bit, I think, and you won't miss much. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a good time. And I think we did it. Speaking of good times, we're right at three hours. Look at us killing the game. Fuck yeah, um, we did it. Thanks again. Shout outs to Philip for coming on. Um, Fuck yeah, He's dude. been listening forever. I mean, yeah, I don't dude, know if he's... It's nerd porn days. I don't know if he's a you know active listener all the time, but he's, you know... He he's interacting on Facebook and you know still exists in our friend group. So, God bless him for coming in. <laughs> we have yeah, such dude. we have such pleasures to show him, or what is it? Sights to show you. <laughs> we have such sights. We have such sights to show you. <laughs> I really, by the way, I also really enjoyed the yes. um, voice they gave to Pinhead. Um, yes. I love that it was also androgynous. It was male and female layered. It f- it sounded like, yeah, they all had kind of high V voices, which I liked, like very much layered voices. That's weird because we just watched a movie where you didn't like the voice it gave something. Smile, yeah, oh, but smile yeah. was fucking cheesy. Smile was, was like, fucking... I'm your mom. It was like just <laughs> dumb. Yeah. It was real dumb. <laughs> smile was just fucking stupid. Yeah, but this I still liked it though. I I know you didn't love the um performance on that part. The we have such sights, but I liked the voice on it. It was just tinny and yeah. buzzy. It was like it gave the we kind of weight, right? Like. It was almost yeah. like there's multiple people within the 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 Cenobites themselves. So I yeah, I just thought it was a little like like in the original. Not to be like in the original because I'm not a big proponent of the original Hellraiser movies. They're not that great. Um, they're not like pieces of art. Like, but um, he at least when he says it, I, I guess I should, shouldn't compare it to the old one. Like when he says it, like it's kind of impactful. And and this one, I feel like she just kind of uh, says it. Yeah, like it, it. There's no like delivery or oomph. She just kind of like 
says it. I'm like, oh, I thought that there would be more of a delivery. Like, if you look up the original Hellraiser when he says it, like, there's like, there's like breath behind his voice when he says it. Like, yeah. And it's kind of. Oh, it's good. Well, what's cool about that is like he's talking to the the uncle who's been chasing the ultimate pleasure. Like the whole thing is about that, like the ultimate experience. Yeah. And then he's saying, "We have such. We're we're gonna show you some shit, my my guy." Speaking yeah. of the ultimate pleasure, this is another episode of Nerds, guys. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You've just felt what it's like to have tantric sex because you came here now for the reviews. Is over. <laughs> So is the podcast. You came for the reviews and waited two hours, bitch. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, so always make sure to watch us on Twitch. We're on there almost every day. I'm on there. I'm out there. I'm doing a damn thing. I just beat Assassin's Creed. I'm going to be playing the Atlantis shit. I'm going to play Need for Speed. I'm playing Visage. Come and say hi. I'm playing all the time. Come be a friend. Buy a fucking t-shirt with my cartoon face on it. I'm coming um, all the time. <laughs> so yeah, g- follow us on uh, follow us on Instagram Nerd Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Jester Nine Five Four because I have the best record collection of anybody you know. So come vicariously live through my dope ass wax, Jimmy John. Where can they <laughs> find you and buy your sandwiches? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's basically just Wasteland Viking over on Twitch. Um, I mean, I don't really do much else. On our Instagram and everything, but you know, you guys will find it. It's on our link tree. Yeah, go find our link <laughs> tree. Yeah, I'm not out Instagram here pimping it. <laughs> Fuck I'm that. potentially gonna be uh, switching work schedules, so my streaming may be changing up. So that's why I'm kind of like on a more or less hiatus type thing at the moment. But uh, it'll be changing, and hopefully, uh, I'll be streaming a lot more. But it'll be during the day for the most part, or really late at night. Potentially. So, yeah. Word. And you can find me sometimes streaming. I haven't even turned my PC on in a minute. So, other than for this. It's Friday. Um, but we will, we will, um, yeah, I will try and we will see you when we see you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye.